Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Bits and Pieces podcast, episode 44. 44 episodes in, and uh, yeah, we're still going fairly strong. We're getting ever so close to that yearly one as well. That's coming up soon. Oh, well, in a few weeks' time. But uh, let, before that, we've obviously got a couple of more episodes to do before we get there. And uh, yeah, as always, we're joined by The Freddy Show. Welcome in, Freddy. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Hello, hello. And unfortunately, we don't have any Beth, although she said you might come in a bit late. I don't know. So we might get a disturbance of the force and the camera's going all wonky, as if anyone's watching this live. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. And I'd like to introduce, now we did it on the unofficial podcast, but for the officially on this podcast, the official Bits and Pieces podcast, may we introduce our fourth member of the team, the Bacon Sarni. Welcome in, Bacon. Hello. Hello. How is everyone? Thank you very much. <laughs> Welcome Whoop. to the official Bits and Pieces podcast. Um, how are you doing? Hope you're good. Hope I'm, you're well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, thank you. Good, good, good. So you've yeah. been up to much Welcome recently, to anyone? Anyone? Wanna, uh, first of all, let's ask Bacon. How um, you've been? Any gaming recently that you want to? Um, anything like that, or you anything outside of the gaming universe that you wish to discuss? Uh, well, I was always plenty outside the gaming universe, but mainly work related. So we won't we won't bother well, with we'll the ball. Go bother with those then. Um, no. Gaming, yes. Uh, so I have been playing a bit of uh, Sniper Elite with Ooh. Beth. Ah. Getting the old testicle shots in, are you? Yes, I getting the testicle <laughs> shots and the uh, the headshots. Good. I've uh, been playing a bit of Fortnite, which I never thought I would ever play. I wonder where uh, that like, influence came I, from. I can't imagine how I got dragged into that. I and don't know. Who, who, that's a mystery, that is. It is. And then uh, somehow I've been roped into actually downloading at least one scary game. Um, and ah. most people will know I do not play scary games because it usually ends badly things get broken oh, oh. <laughs> this might, might be a slight hint as to what we might be finishing um, with later on today maybe maybe who is here how we get on today um, yeah and Freddie how you been how you were and may I just say for the sake of the podcast you had a birthday recently happy birthday to you um, I know uh, it's already sort of been and gone but yeah happy belated birthday to you um, you, you don't have to say how old you are, but did you enjoy it? Did, was it a good day? Was it a yeah, I, I yeah? It was, it was, it was a great day. I got, I got, I got spoiled silly. I got taken out to one of my favourite restaurants, um, which I don't go to like as much as I would like to. Um, which is if it's, it's Nando's, I love Nando's. I could eat Nando's for days. Oh, um, cheeky so Nando's. I do, I do, I do like me a bit of cheeky Nando's. <laughs> um, I had a great day. I was spoiled silly. I got lots of um, well, because in my age. Uh, because like everyone's like, oh, we'll just give you some cash and you can buy what you want. It's like the normal go-to for the, my family. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, oh, okay. I, I didn't really get any physical presents, so I just got a bunch of money, <laughs> which is always nice. Um, it's always it's, it's all in cash. It's just sitting in my wallet. So like, I got I've got to go to the bank to play it in, which is the only annoying thing about having cash now. Everyone does bank transfers. Nope, nope, nope. Cash, obviously can't open up a card and there's a, there's a pin number and a bank account saying transfer this <laughs> it's this. no one's going to do that um but that no, was fun uh, i had a good day i got, I got i did get some stuff actually my uh this lovely headset i've got on um and my son bought for me uh because my one was falling apart uh that was unexpected and i've got this lovely on-air sign up here no you can't really yes. see very clearly but it, it's uh it's... and i've got some some lights behind me as well i'm gonna have some more kit uh i've also got on order my uh it's nice. It's not podcast related, but I've got my ghost equipment coming. My uh, my new my new ghost investigation channel. Nice. So um, 
it's going to be launching next year at some point. They yeah, heard it here first, folks. Um, oh, but yeah, forward to that. <laughs> so it's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, it was also my daughter's 16th, the day after mine. So we had a double birthday as we do every year in September. Um, so yeah, it was chaos. I was knackered. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got a lot of games as well. We uh, we played Tekken Seven the other night. Which we did. Was one of my we uh, did one of my one of my B day presents, which was which was uh, nice. And I, I've tried playing online earlier. I got my ass handed to me, and I nearly at my controller. So uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, nothing uh, new it's there. No, nothing new <laughs> nothing there. Nothing there. Or how I you watch any of my streams, you know, I'm eating my controller on a daily basis. So um, yeah. <laughs> You have a prefer- getting... of controllers like lined up already, like bum, 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 feeding into this, you. This is my fourth controller. <laughs> yeah. In the space of two years. Um, yeah. I'm not that prolific, but I do I do get through them. <laughs> oh. So, but yeah, looking forward to getting into tonight. Yes, a it's lot, gonna be uh, there, there is a lot to talk about. Yes, it's one of those um rare like rare occasions like for ages, you don't get any news, and all of a sudden, yeah. we are just get loads. backlogged with like so much yeah. news. It's like, oh, it's crazy amount of news. As always on the on the uh, podcast, we do do a uh, spotlight where we just talk about a game that we've played either just recently or maybe just some time ago, and it's just like recent and not had time to maybe talk about it until just now. Um, so yeah, yep. there's a couple of spotlights there to talk about. Uh, we then as we get into some news, and if Beth does finally does join us, we'll have a uh, Beth's joke of the week. If not. We always like to turn to our uh, our, our dad, <laughs> our dad of the stream. The dad jokes will probably come out, or maybe even uh, bacon if you um, got anything that you can share that is. Um, I was suitable. about to say I don't know whether or not they're suitable. <laughs> if, if, if if it's suitable, yes, for um, our kind of uh, yeah. listeners, our listeners. Maybe we we'll do well for a not the podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll wait for we'll wait for that next episode of the not podcast podcast episode seven. Should we go soon? Um, but uh, back to the tonight though, episode forty four. So let's get started then with the first spotlight. Um, because you got you got a couple there. Uh, you want to talk about uh, three, didn't you? Yeah, I do. I have two tonight. Yeah, I have. Uh, do you want to jump? Rare. Do you want to jump on? Uh, jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, We'll get them all rolling. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, do, a, we'll do the short one. You've, yeah. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> um, and uh, so, so, yeah, so it's um, the game I'm going to talk about uh, briefly because uh, I've only just started playing it. Uh, I bought it uh, <laughs> on my birthday, actually. Uh, I brought uh, Brotato, it's called. It's a, it's a uh, roguelike uh, twin stick shooter. Um, that's basically a very easy to play game with a, a very deep uh, leveling up mechanic system. Uh, so you're basically a potato with guns. And you're in this like one big room, and basically it's it's wave survival game. It's, it's not much to it. There's no story mode. There's no like there's no multiplayer. There's no there's no anything. It's really it's, it's only three night three pounds ninety nine on uh, on Steam, and it's a fun little game. Um, if you think like a uh, vampire survivors sort of deal, where you in a room and you just got to survive wave after wave, and every time every wave you survive, you get stronger. Uh, you unlock uh, perks, stats, statistics, and weapons. And items which you then equip to build your potato to be the ultimate potato warrior. Um, and uh, if he's Irish, then he's going to win everything at one punch. So, um, but uh, I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a great little game. Um, there's not much to it really. It's, you you spawn in, you shoot stuff, you die, you repeat. There's loads of stuff. To, there's loads of characters and classes to unlock. There's a ranger. 
It has uh, bonuses to ranged uh, ranged uh, weaponry. You've got the melee dude, which is obviously boosts melee damage, and you've got like the all rounders, and you've got the, the the obscure ones where you have like you can have one where it has twelve guns. But every gun you equip makes uh, makes your damage go down by six percent. Um, so you can have like an, a whole boatload of guns. Um, but as long as as long as you're specking specifically like uh, crit damage, crit rate. Uh, overall damage, uh, health, health regeneration, dodge, armor. Um, there's a stat called harvesting, which basically increases the amount of drops you get and the amount of um, loot you receive, like money-wise, from killing every 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 wave. Uh, I've got to I've got to wave wave wage. I've got to wave t- uh, twenty-one, uh, and that's as far as I've got. I've played about five hours, about four hours into it on the on the sly, uh, just the odd half hour in there. Just it's, it's not a game you could well, you could spend hours on it, I guess. Um, but it's a nice little quick little fix of uh, of action action roguelike gameplay, um, and it's it's a fairly it's a fairly very nice little gem of a game. Um, I just think if you if you like casual shooters and it's not it's not too hardcore, but it's not easy as well. There's there's no difficult setting. Uh, it's just jump in and play, and it's it, you have to kind of it's like it automatically fires based on your stats that you have to control in with the stick and avoiding everything. And uh, to be to be fair, it, it does it does get a little bit frustrating if you don't get lucky with drops. It's very RNG based. Um, I've had a couple of dead runs where I've I've got the gun I wanted straight away, and I've got nothing else, and then I was dead come wave five. Um, so it's it's a it's got a nice little replay loop. Um, Co Carnage played it uh, a lot of just how I sort of noticed it. Um, on his on his done he's done loads of videos on builds and stuff, and there's loads of YouTube videos about builds. Uh, there's one called uh, one by the, there's one by the spiffing Brit on YouTube. I highly recommend. Uh, he breaks Brotato. He picks the most. He basically exploits a bug that makes his potato immortal and like can kill everything in seconds. It's very very fun watch. Very funny. Um, I highly recommend. If you're not sure about the game, uh, that will give you an indication what the game's like as well. While laughing your ass off <laughs> um, at, at, at the chap's video, it's a highly recommend channel. Very good. Very good. Very good for us teetotaling Brits. As he makes a complete ass of all of, of teetotaling all the time, which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, it's a good little game. Hi- highly recommend. Uh, if you've got a cuss spare cup of clear, recommend picking it up. Um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not much to it other than uh, you, you shoot stuff and win or, do, or lose. In my case, which is pretty much every run. <laughs> <laughs> it does look cool, actually. I, I do like the. It's it's a nice little top down shooter, like you know, like little action rogue, like bullet timer. Um, bullet, bullet health, sorry, as you said. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's, well, it's for what? Four pound? For four pound on Steam? Four pound, yeah. Four pound yeah. on Steam, yeah. Like, why not? Can't go wrong. It's worth, it's worth a pound. It's, it's a nice little sort of time sink, isn't it? Yeah. I, like, I like little time sink games like that. You just jump in, jump out, you know, and that, yeah. It's all good. It's all good fun. It is. Brotato. Brotato. Um, okay. Uh, should I do the next one and then you jump back in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a little round. Um, yeah, man. do a little round robin. So yeah, um, <laughs> uh, the game that I want to actually spotlight this week is uh, a game that came out in 2017. Actually, I think it's 2017. Yeah, t- came out in 2017. It came it came out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, um, and later um, it, it came out on a Nintendo Switch. Um, it's called uh, The Sexy Brutal. And before anyone gets a little bit uh, too many ideas, no, it doesn't have any sort of sexual content in it. It's just, that's the name that they want. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately. But it, it is a fun little game. It's a fun little ty- um, 
time loop game. Uh, basically, it's an, uh, it's an adventure puzzle uh, game done in sort of like a 2.3, uh, yeah, is it 3, 3.2D or something like that? Whatever they call that. Um, it's 2.5D. 2.5D. That's, that's what I was yeah. aiming for. That's where I was trying yeah. to get to. 2.5D. Uh, and it's kind of for like, uh, the animation's quite, animation style's quite good, quite fun. Um, it's kind of like uh, oversized heads with us on top of small bodies, kind of caricature, caricature sort of like um, uh, little little people's running around. And yeah, so you you play as a preacher. Uh, I'm was going to pronounce his name, but I can never remember. Uh, Lasidio or something like that. Lasidio Boone. I think I can't remember. remember. Can't remember. Uh, uh, yeah, so you're a preacher. So you, played it. Yeah, you wake up. Um, during the yearly party that is hosted by a um, Lucas Bonds or Lucas Bones um, hosts the casino. It's like you. It's all set inside of this casino uh, mansion. So everything that you, everything about it is kind of casino themed, including like everyone wears. It's like a masquerade masks and stuff. So you go around and wearing these these masks. And these masks are kind of like. Uh, they have certain abilities that you're later on you'll find out what certain abilities they do, depending on how you get on in the game. But uh, yeah, a, a mysterious woman called the Bloody Girl has given Boone a mask that has has ripped um, out of an ongoing time loop. So you're in this uh, constant loop uh, for about you're you're stuck in a time loop for uh, every twelve hours. The whole day resets, so it's kind of like um, Groundhog Day. You know, you have to relive. You have to get all the game elements correct in the right order in order to proceed on to the next area. So it's uh, that's the puzzle element to it. I think the first part of the game, which I can easily talk about because it is literally like more of a tutorial rather, you know, to get you started. You you have five hours to start with, and you're going. You got there's basically all the guests have been murdered by the staff, and it, it all leads into. The mystery unfolves later on as you play, the further you play into it, you start to un unravel the mystery behind it, the reasoning behind it, uh, as to why this is happening. Uh, but yeah, so you'll start the day, like I said, with just a five-hour loop, and you need to go from room to room. It's one of those, it's one of those games that it doesn't actually, you don't actually die from it, but you just have to, you just reset. Um, if anything goes wrong, you just, you're, your force a reset to it, as far as I, I recall, at least. Uh, the you can't be in the same room as any, anybody else. There's something about the masks that um, you get chased by the mask. It's kind of it's kind of creepy in that in that sense. Um, they, huh. To have this a uh, uh, character that you're trying to find, and there, there are there's so many different characters running around at the same time. But whilst all the, whilst something is happening. Something else is happening somewhere else. You know what I mean? It's like there's so, or everyone getting shot and killed in mysterious ways, and you've got to try and solve them. <laughs> um, but the start, of, so I'm not really spoiling anything there because that's the whole premise of the game. So that's what you're mm. trying to do. You're trying to you're trying to stop those deaths from happening um, to get to the end goal. Uh, yeah. So the first one that you'll start with, you'll you'll get. Given the the watch, which gives which gives you twelve hours, it go, increases the day from five hours to twelve hours. Gives you a much more longer time to actually explore the mansion and try to solve the puzzles as you go along. And like I said, it's all time loop, so you've got to so you you have to um, fail in order to to succeed. 
um, if that makes sense. I think, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So, yeah. You fail, find out what you did wrong, then correct it every time. Then you'll learn from your mistakes what you needed to do. For instance, they, like I said, at the start of the game, you're have your someone is shot and you don't know who it is straight away. So you need to fight, figure that out. There, they will go. You're going to you're going to one room of the mansion, and you'll start to see clues, and those clues will connect. Eventually, leads you to the um, discovering who killed who and why. And yeah, it's a great game. I, I really enjoyed playing. I, I just really enjoyed playing it when it first came out, and then I started to see things that I played on the PlayStation. And since my conversion over to PC. If there's a game that came out on the PlayStation that I played and I think, well, you know, I'm going to go back into it. I, I tend to buy these. I've said it before on the podcast. If you go back to a couple of episodes, a game that I've enjoyed, I don't mind paying again. I don't mind paying, like, I don't know how much this actually is now, but it, it's, I still think it's probably worth, um, worth picking up. If, um, mm. yes, fourteen ninety nine. I mean, you. I don't know if it's available on Game Pass, but it, it would be interesting to see if it is on Game Pass. Yeah, it's not on Game Pass. No, yeah. unfortunately. Um, so yeah, one mission, one day. You got yeah. So it's basically it's a never-ending mass ball featuring different types of characters. And again, it's all based on the casino. So like a lot of the characters I've got, you got the Ace of Hearts, you got the Four of Diamonds, you got um, they're, they're all the staffs. That's all the stuff. And then the guests, they have their own masks and they will give you a mask that helps you later on. So some slow down time, some will allow you to escape quicker. And yeah, those masks that you have are really good. It's a really good, fun, fun little game. Definitely worth picking up. I don't think there's any um, actual dialogue to it. So there's no voice acting that I recall. No, um, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's a really long adventure. It's just a, yeah, really long. I, I do. Is there any dialogue at all? I think there, I think there is like uh, there is there is uh, subtitles or something. Isn't, isn't there a narrator? Or narrator, that, yeah. Like, you know, I think there might be a narrator to this. But I really, I honestly, yeah. can't, I honestly can't remember. It's been it's so been, long. It has it. been a while since I played it, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Now I've gone back in, coming back into it again. It is developed by Cavalier Game Studios, which is a UK-based um, uh, studio. Oh, well, at oh, least we got the UK. Yeah, and um, they teamed up with Tequila, <laughs> Teque- Tequila, sort of Tequila Works, which is uh, Spanish-based. Um, so the two okay. two have uh, teamed up and uh, developed this game, and it's also published by Tequila Works. Uh, again, like I said, it's a pub, it's a puzzle, adventure, mystery, indie detective, all those little elements thrown into one. Yeah, and you just got to try and solve the mystery. Again, this is going to be a very small sort of like um, spotlight for me because there's not much else to say about it. If you like, I suppose, Groundhog Day um, inside a mansion. Meets Cluedo? <laughs> yeah, yeah, meets Cluedo. Just, yeah. A little mix mix of that as well. Yeah, who done it, isn't it? It's, like, a, it's a new done it. It is a new done it. Definitely sounds like one I'll have to check out. That's That sounds like it's something that's right up my alley. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other time loop games are out there. I think uh, 12 Minutes is one. 12 Minutes yeah. is probably yeah. the only other one that comes close to the sort of similar so, themes. Yeah, so if you've got, if you got if anyone's familiar with that, there might be a little bit more clued up as to what you're doing in this one as well. So yeah, uh, I don't often play these these the, like uh, time loop games, but this one I found it quite fun. 
Although Broken Pieces was another one that I just stumbled across. I actually did do a spot like it um, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, this, this um, now it's come to my mind. So I actually actually have played another one. but I'd... I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, Broken Pieces as well, yeah. So, yeah, um, there you go. The Sexy Brutal. Broken Mirror is another one as well. Broken Mirror. PS5. Yeah. Oh, it's on the PC as well, but Broken right, Mirror is a so, similar yeah. sort of thing. I hadn't. All right, I hadn't played that. I haven't played it. Yeah, I haven't no, played no. it, but I just know it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah. So if anyone's f- familiar with any of those games, and you've never heard of this, because like you know, you might have, this one might have slipped people by because it's 2017 and it came out, and I think it kind of went under the radar when it did come out. To be honest, I don't think it got as bigger, um, big enough a mention than it. Than yeah, it, it wasn't. Served. It didn't do as well as it should have done. Yeah. There's just too much stuff. As always, there's too much choice. Too much choice. I think it'd be very good if it came to Game Pass, um, for for, for bring out a wider audience, so people to yeah. experience it. That's the good thing about these the subscription services is it allows indie developers to reach a bigger audience for the games like this that should have. I know it did well, but it could have done. It should have done a lot more. Yeah, it's a very yeah. good game. Very a very underrated little gem. It's different. It is, but yeah, I think it's well worth picking up. Um, again, it's all down to that. I mean, like it's on Steam. It's forty ninety nine. Some people might think that's a little bit too, um, too maybe maybe you might think it's a little bit too steep for for the type of game it is. Give it an hour, and you can get a refund. You know, up to two hours, you can get a refund. I mean, I know it's a bit bit of a harsh way of doing it, but like that's you know, like we said before, there's not many demos now. That's no. literally the only way you're going to get. Uh, to try something is to actually buy it now, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, but there we go. That's my spotlight. Oh, Tequila <laughs> Works also was familiar. If anyone's familiar with the Invisible Hours and Rhyme, and Rhyme was actually quite a fun game uh, as well. It was another adventure play uh, puzzle game. Um, one that again slipped just by. But again, that's a different game altogether. But it's well worth looking at if you're familiar with Tequila Works. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's me done now. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, short and sweet this week. Short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Anyone want to say? No, you want to. That's what she said. Oh, uh, yeah. There we there go. We go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Somebody had to say it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So we jump so. back onto Friday now on another spot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the main the main focus of my spotlights tonight is a is an old game that caused quite a bit of controversy when it came out, um, and especially if I also smashed this company into the ground because of uh, because of this game and it burnt a lot of bridges and faith. And if you can gather what my opening, it, it, I'm talking about CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk 2077's resurgence. Now, why am I mentioning this game again? A game that I ripped to pieces, you know, a little while ago. Uh, it's because it's had a bazillion trillion patches, updates, and it's now in a much better position uh, than it was the last time I played it when it was when I played it on release back in uh, uh, December 2020. Um, so I haven't touched it since it came out. Uh, after the first initial month uh, of trying to play the game, I gave up and left it. And of course, uh, they've been slowly working at it. Like they said they were going to do. Uh, we'll give them credit that they actually stuck to what they said they were going to do. And 
and fix the game. So now we're two years into its uh, <laughs> development cycle because it wasn't a finished game when it came out. So I think it's getting towards the the finished product now that they they've fixed the the fifteen thousand plus bugs that they have fixed since twenty twenty since twenty twenty. Uh, that is an official title, by the way. I'm not just pulling that out of my jack seat. Fifteen thousand bugs mm. and and uh, and counting from the various patches from one point one to the current one point six. Now, why am I mentioning this game? I hear you ask. Well, uh, if you if you if you're living under a rock, you might not have noticed that uh, Cyberpunk has been, was relaunched. As you could say it's a relaunch with the uh, alongside the Cyberpunk Edge Runners anime that was on Netflix. Um, that has literally blown the internet away. And for good reasons, it's one of the best animated um, shows of all time, at least in my little humble opinion. Now, because of this, um, Cyberpunk has now shot up by 20 million active players in the last couple of weeks since uh, Edge Runners came out. Now, along with the Edge Runners, 1.6 was also the Edge Runners update, which incorporated the lore from the anime into the show. Uh, now, I don't want to give away any spoilers here, because if you haven't watched it and you have Netflix, even if you don't like animation or anime stuff, I would highly recommend you watch it if you like anything sci-fi. Now, if you remember the last time we had anything sort of decent sci-fi-wise uh, was Akira back in the day as the first sort of a sci-fi anime that, that came to the West that did really, really well. Uh, this has Akira vibes. It's very, very. It's, 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 I can't sing its praises enough. Let's go and watch it. So, with that in mind, that's why I went back into the game, um, and I've really enjoyed it. Now it's playable. It's in a much more stable position. There's a, is it, you know, there's the odd uh, glitch, the odd glitch, the odd animation glitch here and there. But I'm not falling through the floor. Cars aren't teleporting onto my face. The the buildings aren't blowing up when I walk into them. NPCs don't have 400 arms and legs and all glued to their asshole. You know, there literally is. A, there's a there's a town. There's a very beautiful landscape. There's loads of NPCs that are now finally looking different. There's not Bob, Billy, John, Jeff all stood next to each other, all looking exactly the same. Um, you know, in the same clothes, the same literally the same NPC just cut being pasted. Uh, and then stuck in the road for the cars to keep hitting. No, it doesn't happen anymore. It's all it's all been sorted. Um, so it's it's also um, no, I'm not. It's not sponsored, but it's also half price at the moment. So if you really want to get back into Cyberpunk, or you picked it up on the cheap, like you picked it up for a tenner or fifteen quid when it was in the bargain bins because no one was buying it, um, I highly recommend you install it again and give it another go. Um, so some of the things they've added in the patches, uh, they've they've improved the AI of all the characters. And the companions, they fixed the police spawning in on you, like targeting you through walls and through underneath the ground. And, you know, they, they don't just teleport on your face as soon as you shoot somebody. Right. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty much akin to GTA system now where you have to build up quite a lot of um, bad influence, if you like, for the police to actually turn up and, and track you down, which is brilliant because it actually adds a bit more of a freedom for you to get away rather than you shoot somebody and they've got whole like the whole army on you and instantaneously <laughs> you're just instantly dead so uh, that that thank god they fixed that um they have added a uh transmog wardrobe now which you can now finally make your character look completely amazing rather than multicolored colored you know technical dream coat style where you've got no matching <laughs> stuff and you look like an idiot uh, so you can get all the good stats and all the good-looking pieces of gear and then make yourself look very good. And I will say this, the amount of customization in this game without mods is staggering. Now, the, this, the sheer volume of stuff in this game, the weapons, the the, cos, the cosmetics, the how you, uh, how you make your character look, all the cybernetics, the how you level up, 
how you progress, how you interact with the environment, your perk system. It's all very, 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 very uh, intriguing and very sort of grabs your attention if you love RPGs. It's pretty much like playing Dungeons and Dragons Cyberpunk Edition, and that's pretty much what it is. Like it's it's very stat heavy, it's very stat influenced, the substats are glow and all your gear. So if you're a stat fanatic, I am, and I play RPGs, you, you, you're in you're in heaven. Like there's so much stuff to to pick from and choose, and you can build. There's about sixty concurrent builds plus, and that's without the new stuff that's come into it as well. Um, so they've added uh, just recently, they've added five more uh, melee weapons and six more ranged weapons, and tons of other uh, little bits and bobs um, that you have to go and explore uh, in the in the world. Now the story is still campaign is still sixty hours plus. Just a campaign. That's not included in the side stories. That's not included in the missions. That's not included all the bonus missions they've added. That's not included all the stuff you go and collect. It's not included the collectibles. That's not included all the hidden things they've added to you can go and do. There is so much content in this game that uh, I'm about 26 hours into my play first playthrough, and I've I've barely t- I've barely done eight percent of the game. <laughs> like, that's how much that's how big this this game is. It is humongous. Now. Obviously, uh, there's still without standing, there's a few issues uh, with the game itself. However, if you are a PC player, you can solve this little little uh, hiccup with the ever so awesome. And they've integrated this as well into the actual game now. Uh, they've, they've got a red mod system, which basically enables you to mod the game. And that's also available through the launch browser of the, the good old Galaxy launcher or your Steam launcher, whatever launcher you have. There's an option to have the, uh, the red mod launcher the launch of the game for you to mod the game they've now embraced the modding community uh which is something they should have done when it first came out um now they've officially embraced it and they're not doing the old you know bethesda thing well we'll pay for the mods no, no they're all completely free they're not charging anything uh they've just embraced the community now um i know this isn't technically part of a spotlight but i'm going to give you some suggestions for mods to make your game experience significantly better now, this is a personal choice. This, you, you can look up mods guides yourself. They're very easy to install. Nexus Mods is a whole guide system. You just read and you'll be able to follow it, no problem. There's hundreds of YouTube videos out there. I'll tell you how to do it. It's very, very straightforward. Now, I'm going to give you just going to name drop a couple of things here that you should put in your game the moment you download it. Now, uh, the must-have mods that I... That is, again, personal choice for me, but you don't have to copy this, but this will add a lot of flavor to your game. So... Uh, Panam Romance Enhance is one of the uh, co- companions you can romance in the game. Now, this adds, like, she's alive, basically. You don't just meet her in scripted events. You don't just stumble upon her on her camp. She actually will come to your house. She will come to your where you, where you are. She'll come on missions with you. She'll come to your room. She'll suggest going to your bed you know, if you're in romantic relations. Um, she, you can shower with her. You can hug her. There's, there's lots more interactions. Uh, as it, it feels more like a, an actual person um and given how amazing this game looks and in first person it's quite you know it's, it's like jesus you know am i actually here if it was vr i don't, I don't think i could handle that i'd be like yeah <laughs> nope it's so engaging and then the other and this the other one uh judy romance uh enhanced as well does the same thing um two two made by the same guy very very immersive he does he doesn't for all the main romances in the game but the reason i mentioned them too is because they're the most popular um and it does and it also eliminates the 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 lock sex versions of them so you can literally be whatever sex you want and romance them and they respond the same way because somebody 
um, data mined the game and discovered that there was a full audio file log for both alternate romances. So they had they had already recorded all the audio for the male and female counterparts because um, Judy is prominently a female only relationship and Panam is predominantly a male only relationship. But they recorded for either, so they've data mined that and added it to the game. So that's why this this is a must have mod because it literally unlocks freedom of choice for your character and you have to have one of these relationships because it's tied to the main um storyline so you, you will romance one of these two regardless uh, of what path you choose unless you choose to not romance either of them and go the other route and that doesn't really affect the story as much um but that's that's the they're the options that's why i recommend those because they're, they're so integrated into the story uh then you've got metro system 1.3 which adds a tram system to the game. Now you think in, a, in, in the game already there would be a working tram system, right? No, there isn't. So they conveniently left it out. They were going to add it in, and the modders uh, modders have added it to the game. It's fully integrated, works fine, 100% worth having. Uh, weather probability rebalance is like having Blade Runner's movie aesthetic in your game, uh, weather effects wise. The fog, the rain, the lightning, the effects. It makes it look so cinematic. It's absolutely must-have uh, 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 weather effects. Um, more gore, because who doesn't want more gore when you're shooting the limbs off people and blowing people apart with your shotguns and rocket launchers and eviscerating them with your samurai swords, and you, you get that satisfying in the... It's, it's great. <laughs> it's must-have. It's a must-have. Um, then you've got immersive first-person, which removes the invisible body in first-person, which always annoyed me in first-person games, where you look down and there's nothing. <laughs> I'm just ahead. <laughs> What's going on? Um, so that, that's, that's, a must, that's a simple fix, but it's very, again, it's very immersive, and uh, it also has a lot of uh, funny things you can do with the game. Um, it's a personal, and again, another personal choice is the Misty's appearance overhaul, uh, which makes her look like a, a goth girl. She's one of the main side characters. Uh, it's quite influential in the in V's um, story. Uh, I personally prefer the uh, overhaul appearance because it makes her look uh, like a goth goth chick, and that's that that aesthetic fits her more than her default look. At least how I after seeing after seeing them both, there's it's it, there's no comparison. That one wins. <laughs> and whoever modded that is an absolute genius. And then you got street vendors, uh, vehicle combat. Now the vehicle combat has a lot more to it than just vehicle combat. So if you imagine, you remember the trailers and the the, uh, the the teaser we had where we had lots of vehicle combat going on, where you were driving along the road and you're pew, 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 and you got the cars all chasing. That now actually happens with this mod. You get chased by the police, you get chased by factions, you get chased by NPCs if you hit their car, you get chased and they, they will chase you down. <laughs> and, it's, uh, as, and they've also improved. Obviously, the vehicles have been completely overhauled. The bikes have been overhauled. The handling has been fixed. It is, it is probably one of the best mods I've ever seen it also fixes the police system, uh, enhances it rather, and replaces the stupid system they had previously where it was a bodge fix. Now they've actually fixed it completely and they've added so much more stuff and law as well and as, and vehicles. And there's so much stuff to this mod. I can't, I, I, don't, I don't have enough time to talk about it all. Um, and then you've got the virtual car dealer, which basically adds a prompt on these little, little things you can go to and you can buy any car in the game that isn't available to you at the start. It just basically unlocks a lot of freedom of choice. Like you'll see a car you like the look of, and you'll be like, oh, I want that. And then you, know, you can actually go and buy it, providing you farm the credits for it. Um, and then you've got, now this is another good one. This ties into, this is tied into vehicle combat, is drones and droid companions. You can literally build an army of drones to follow you around and help you shoot stuff. 
and it That's is insane. Cool. It is absolutely insane. You can also remote control them from your little watch thing, and you can send them like you can you can first person them, and you can control them like zooming in. They think like watchdogs where you use the cameras and stuff. It's basically like a flying camera, and then you can like, you can tell them to guard you. They they actually hover. They protect your car. You can tell them to guard your car, so they start shooting things. You're running out, trying to get you running, running, run out, and they shoot all the things trying to kill you. Where you get to your car and you drive off. They also shoot the cars shooting at you in the, in the chase sequences. Very, very good. And then the Joy Companions. Well, do you want uh, T-800s to be your companion? Well, there you go. <laughs> He's just got an army of robotic skeletons following around that have... Or I, I kitten all mine out of rocket launchers. <laughs> um, and it, it's insane. It's, it's chaos. Uh, I had to turn it off because it made the game a little bit too easy. Um, but um, it's, it's definitely worth having if you, if you want, want the old one or two. This come in handy, especially later on when you've got to kill quite a lot of mobs. Um, and then, the, then there's this, the, but the final mod, which is the best one, uh, it's called Let There Be Flight, which turns your car into a flying DeLorean. Uh, so you can, you can literally fly around Night City um, like, in, like a DeLorean does. So the wheels come up, it's all animation, so it comes up and it, and it hovers and you fly around. It's so well done and it's so good. And it works with all the cars that have, like, that, have that transformation on it. And it's just one of the best mods I've ever seen. How on earth they got it to work in Bug Cyberpunk? I, uh, you know, because this is this has been about for about a year now before they even did most of their fixes. And uh, this 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 mod is just game changing. The, the freedom to go and explore the world as you see fit. Okay, it is a bit law breaking because you know you're not supposed to fly straight to A and B, but who cares? It's it's, it's you play the game how you want. And it doesn't technically break the games per se, um, because if you land in an area you're not supposed to, you get teleported straight back out of it anyway. Uh, unless you've got the uh, there's a there's a there is a patch for that or mod, but it doesn't it breaks the game. So the stuff I've picked won't break your game. It works flawlessly, um, but they all require sort of prefixes and other things to install first. Again, when you go to Nexus mod and you're going to install these mods, they will it will tell you what you need to install. And Nexus mod does have a self installer called Vortex, uh, which you download that. Um, make an account you can log into that and it's automatically download the mods and it automatically installs for you you haven't got a muck about of any of it it all loads it up in order as well so you haven't got a muck about of load order and stuff like that it's not like skyrim where you've got to spend 400 hours trying to figure out what play load order to put the bloody thing in to get it to work no it just works <laughs> it just works <laughs> um but yeah that that's that's um pretty much um the mod side of it that will improve your game 120 million percent um and the game's in a good state as it is and again with those mods it will be top tier should it will be the game it should have been when it came out but uh it's one of the best games you'll ever play i, I i'm not saying this to to backtrack or anything because when it came out it was a dog's dinner it rightfully deserved all the abuse it got um but now it's rightfully getting all the praise because it has come a long long way and i think a lot of us didn't think they would put the resources into this game um as they have done, because when you look at the uh, the uh, the year, what's that thing? Roadmap. Uh, look, we all looked at the roadmap. Well, yeah, that's crap. <laughs> it's like three patches. As it's the game's abandoned, right? Uh, no, no. It's it's. Uh, and then uh, the final note on it is uh, there's a DLC coming out next year uh, called Phantom Liberty, uh, which is coming in mid 2023, and it, it, it's uh, about the US, about the president of the United States, uh, and you have it's like an espionage by uh, James Bond style thriller uh, where it, it introduces a new stealth mechanic, a new uh, in hacking engagement system 
and a new espionage system where you can actually be uh, an undetectable assassin, um, which is something the game is sorely missing <laughs> um, right now. But uh, that's that's coming out next year. That's gonna, again, that's also coming with patch 1.7, which is going to in- further increase the quality of the game and the plethora of bug fixes, quests, new additions, new armor, new new everything. Um, and it's obviously uh, that's a paid expansion. I think it's about twenty pound. Uh, I think it's going for about nineteen ninety nine. Uh, you can pre-order it already if you're so inclined to. Um, but yeah, if you if you've got a copy of Cyberpunk, um, boot it back up, play it again. It's, it's it is a much better position. If you haven't played it already or on the fence waiting for it to be fixed, now's a good time to get it. Um, I would, however, I will just say this: that CD Keys have put their price back up by ninety percent. Because uh, it was fourteen ninety nine on their website, and now it's forty eight ninety nine. So uh, I won't, I won't, I would go to G two A. They still got it on there for fifteen twenty quid, or you can pick it up pre owned on the console um, for about twenty pound, fifteen twenty pound on your local retailers. Maybe cheaper than that. Maybe even get it cheap on Facebook for a tenner or something for those that don't don't care that it's for its resurgence. But either way, add it to your library. You won't regret it. And if you got it on PC, make sure you get those mods, and you will thank me later. So yeah. Cyberpunk, go back to Night City. Yeah, so like you, I, I was the same. I when I when it first came out, because I was one of the ones that pre-ordered it because it was yeah. such a, an interesting looking game. It's yeah. the last pre-order I'll ever do. Yeah, same as me. <laughs> same, same um, as me. Yeah, yeah. Never again. No, but yeah, I, I played an hour of it on PC and then just took it away. I was like, no, I'm going to wait. Um, <laughs> and I have actually just because my PC is a bit of a potato. <laughs> I have. Um, I've actually just grabbed it off CD keys actually for the Xbox. Um, ah. So I've got it on both, so I can I can enjoy the modded side when I get a better graphics card. But yeah, so I'm about to start playing it on the uh, on the Xbox and looking forward to it. Yeah, finally, it's 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 a game. <laughs> yeah, it's a finally playable game. Yeah, it's yeah. a long time coming. Uh, I was I I I I was put off by it straight away. I first because I first saw this. Um, I don't know if, um, if I've ever mentioned this, but uh, I was at EGX this year, and I went. And the last time I was there was 2019, so it was obviously just before pandemic closed everything down. Mm. And uh, they showcased it at uh, EGX, so you had to queue up for that to to go in there. And unfortunately, it wasn't like a game that you could try out. It was literally showcasing it with their own CD project developed team sort of like you know yeah. down there on the stand and then you know their own game testers were there showing us how the game looked and how it was like it was very promising like you know it what we already experienced with that whole pre-order stuff and like everyone yeah. going, going mad for it get there get see the yeah get this game it's great and of course we, we all know what happened so mm. yeah like because of that i i didn't pre-order it but then you know, I've got my own reasons for not pre-ordered because <laughs> that <laughs> uh, little uh, precursors to, to before that um, had warned me about pre uh, pre-ordering. But then anyway, yeah, um, yeah, don't pre-order. Um, mm-hmm. Never again. That's, that's the that's the message there, I think. Yeah. yeah so I, I again because because I didn't pre-order it, and I knew and I heard about the um, bugs and stuff, and obviously we've spoken about it. Uh, you know, sort of post and pre-launch. Um, and obviously, you know, with yourself, really sort of just like saying exactly how it was when it came out and how bad it was. 
I never I never bothered playing it. And I just looked at Steam and like like you said, I think it's probably they've they've put their prices back up again. And it is CD keys is probably a much better option. Or uh uh Well, you know, what was the other website? Is there a G two uh G two A G two A, yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, give that a go instead because the prices have gone up everywhere now. And I think that's you know, that was a walk, that was a welcome back in price cut. That's probably what they was doing now. Um, but yeah. I I will now reconsider going go into it for the first time rather than, you know, now that we've had that time. Mm. Now it's had that time to sort of like calm down and fix it. But good for them for actually coming back. They did like a they did a Hello Games thing, you know, when they didn't give up, which is what we expected them to do. I think, mm. yeah, I kind of expected them to do that, but we never expected them to actually stick with it. Because after all the abuse they got, we most of us quite rightly wrote them all off. And uh, yeah, that's surprising. I was, I was, I didn't even know about the anime that that came out of their field for me. And I'm a, I'm an anime consumer, and uh, yeah, because of that, it's uh, they've got a massive influx of money, and they're going to be investing that into the game uh, and beyond. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to the uh, the Witcher remake that yeah. they're working on. I guess Witcher I better watch the anime. I would recommend it. It is good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, who would have thought I'd be singing their praises two years later after the after all that after all that tomfoolery. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we're done for spotlights now. Spotlights, yeah. I think we can move on from that. Let's go into. We should just do some news. I've got so yeah. many windows open. It's like I'm. Wait, wait which tab yeah, am I, I in? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll leave that in your in your capable hands. I'll I'll be one second. Blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Who who knew? Who knew? We're talking about Blizzard <laughs> right now. What a Warcraft Dragonflight launches on the 28th of November. Um, what's the big news here then? Um, I sound completely unprepared, don't I? Right, Dragonfly. The next <laughs> expansion is the Blizzard's long-running MMO will be out in its eighteen years, almost eight, like almost nineteen years, um, since they first launched, and they're still doing expansions. But is it going to be any good though? That's the question, and I think that's what people, if they care about this, would be asking that sort of question. Um, so, uh, what, what's changing on this then? Uh, just Dragonflight. It's just going to be the new expansion. Is it going to be any better than the last expansions that they've ever done? I, I think the best expansion they've probably ever done was Rifle of Lich King, which came out just recently on its... Um, yeah, like, it came out on... Um, is it? I always get confused between retail and classic. Oh, it's classic. Come out on classic. classic. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So... Um, yeah, so that came out. I think that was probably the better, better of the of the lot. To be honest, that's my opinion. Um, unfortunately, because we're we're kind of anti Blizzard right now. I mean, although I keep saying it's never the employees' fault, it's it's all to do with the big chiefs at the top. It's always management. Management. Always oh, management. Yeah. But yeah, if anyone's interested, um, the new dragon um, dragon flight, the next expansion, Blizzard long running MMO, will be released on the twenty eighth of. Uh, uh, November. The expansion will take players to the Dragon's Isles, um, the ancestral home of the dragons, 
that and introduced a new playable race class zone and the majesty of Dragonflight. Uh, the announcement date launch trailer is filled with a stunning uh, vistas, uh, bringing with with life, but carries an ominous message. Events are unfolding that in, imperil uh, us all. Uh, the the threat is greater than you know, young ones. Uh, we must join forces and strike now. Blizzard has previously ex- uh, explained that Dragon Isles were once the center of the Dragon Kingdom, where the dragons fled. Uh, when its powerful magic was made uh, dormant by the uh, surrounding of Azeroth um, into the realm of distinct contents. Now down in the back, and it's uh, fair to say that they're uh, not happy with the state of things. Uh, I I don't know if this is something, I've, again, because we're going back to this, I don't know if I'm going to go back to it, but let's have a look. Um, the break. There is a breakdown. I mean, they've had dragon riding for quite some time. Dragons were have been in the game for um, for a while now, but uh, uh, there is a breakdown on this. Um, Blizzard has also revealed details about the first season of Dragonflight, which will begin in the week of December the twelfth. Um, it will feature a new raid, uh, Vault of the Incurrences. I can't read and spell it and, and shit at the same time. It just doesn't work for me sometimes. <laughs> My brain just goes... Um, um, along with um, an update, Mystic, Mystic, Mystic uh, Plus Dungeons, rotation and new PvP season, the rollout schedule will run through December and January. Week 12 of December, normal heroic and mythic vaults of um, in, incarnates will open the with the weekly maintenance for each region. Week, week of December the 19th, Vault of the Incurrent Raid Finder Wing 1 opens. Uh, week of January the 2nd, Vault of the Incurrent... Um, okay, and then re, that's... And then the third one is on January the 16th. But uh, yeah, either or... What does anyone think about, um, like, obviously, we've spoken about Blizzard in the past, and we've just talked about how bad it is as a company, and the fact that this is now coming out. I mean, I've had, I've had, a, it's, it's always a little place in my heart, Blizzard, that the games I've always enjoyed, but it's the, it's the company itself that has turned the crap. That's where I'm, I'm not supporting it. And that's why we've talked about um, Diablo in the past and that's where we turn around and say I don't want to go back to there but like does this expansion actually reach out to anybody or is or is this just another you know obviously it's going to be a bit of a cash grab we know that but I I think it's just another honeymoon period honeymoon cash period grab. Sure. yeah because yeah. people that haven't played the game for a long time like ourselves will be thinking well because they gave me the other expansion for free. They emailed me and said, oh, do you want to come back? We'll give you Shadowlands for free. Yeah. And I said, yeah, and I didn't do the subscription. <laughs> I got the game for free. Um, but uh, it's like, they're all, they're, the fact that they constantly change the goalposts every time. Yeah. Uh, they're always rebalancing the game. Like they, they don't seem to understand what they're going for, no. what they want to do. There's every every single update or expansion is we've nerfed this, we've changed this, we've moved this. We're now we've changed all this, and now none of this makes sense, and this is all bullshit. And 
you've got to read all this to understand what the heck is going on. There's no, I was saying this the, the other day to my missus, that there's no coherent storyline within WoW. It's all over the place. Yeah. Like, like, how many other games do you play where you, you make a character and then it's set in the events after all the events you go through to level up? Yeah. It's, it, it, the start doesn't make sense. Like, you, 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 you level in the current world and then you have to go to Outland and fight the Burning Legion with they've already been defeated and they're not here anymore. And, and then you've got to go and kill the Lich King. And the Lich King has long been dead since God knows when. <laughs> and then you've got to go to Cataclysm. Yeah. And there's, there's the whole leveling system is complete balls. Like, there's, there's yeah. no... It doesn't make any sense. And then you go, oh, but you can just grind the dungeons. But even grinding the dungeons is boring as sin because you, <laughs> you either get a tank that pulls everything and dies immediately <laughs> or you get a tank that pulls everything and the healer don't heal them. So there's never a happy medium with running a dungeon. You, you, have to have, you have to have friends playing this game. And I think that sells the game short massively because yeah. as we all know playing with friends makes any game amazing, right? Because you can get up to all sorts with, with buddies in a game. But yeah, the game yeah. on its own, it's A, it's a time sink that no one has time for, or the majority of people don't have time for anymore. Yeah. And, and how do they skip that time sink? Oh, you can boost your character to level 70 or 60 with this handy-dandy 50-quid pack. <laughs> oh, f*** off. Like, honestly, the Blizzard as a company are a shadow form of themselves, and this expansion is nothing... To, you think of the amount of hype that the Lich King got when, they, when that was coming out on, on the back end of the story that they had previously, and then you've got the back end of the story you've had recently, which is the, the biggest load of Codswallop I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's just doesn't make it's just complete garbage, and this, it doesn't make any sense. And they've tried to make it make sense, and it doesn't make any sense. And they've decided, well, we're going to do this now, and what? Uh, we're going to bring back the dragons. The dragon aspect should have been should have been after Draenor. We went on this whole unnecessary journey to nowhere, <laughs> literally to nowhere, just to go. Oh, we killed Death. Oh, great. Uh, dragons, dragons. Let's put dragons back in. You know, what happened to the dragon aspects? Oh, uh, yeah, no one knows. Let's bring them back and kill them off. Because that's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to bring them back. There, there'll be some grand, grandiose entrance. We're going to save the world. Blah, blah, blah. This is now where new evil's coming. Blah, blah, blah. And the, the death specs will turn up. They'll all get killed off. And it'll be up to yours truly to step in with your two DPS hammer to kill the boss. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's <laughs> crap. Uh, it's, it's no... It just doesn't feel like a game anymore. It just feels like here's our next motor wheel of making money, and we're going to name it Dragonflight, and we're going to leech you of all your happy memories until you leave. Yeah, and leave you will because there's no game here. <laughs> there's there's lots of member uh, ember berries, member berries for you to go. Mm, tasty <laughs> member berry, remember these, and then uh, that that will affect the effect of well off, and you're you're stuck with an empty world, full of whales and greedy tosspots and people that hoard the auction yeah. house yeah it's, 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 <laughs> is it a good idea yes is it executed well by blizzard no will it ever be executed well by blizzard no never in a million years will they ever make a good game again probably not the the corruption runs too deep in blizzard the the money grabbing beady eyes will never let go of that whale money to, to actually make what the fans want and they can give it all the pep talk PR talk and PR spin they want saying it's for the players it's for this we're, we're coming back to our roots we're going to do this that the other yeah you say that and then within a week you'll patch it you'll patch all those changes to benefit you with what as soon as the hype's died down you'll you'll change it how you want it to have to be like like you've done 
with every game you've ever released yeah. in the past sort of ten years. So yeah, it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame because Blizzard should be one of the best companies on the planet, but they're not. They're they're you know in, in, what's the, what's the word infamous. You know this is this this it's just a sad sad time to to be a World of Warcraft fan. Even the World of Warcraft fans don't want this game. <laughs> Even they're like, no, we don't want it. It's all right. You can keep it. But they, they promise because they're only they're, the only reason Blizzard are bringing out this is because New World and and uh, Ashes of Creation, the other MMO, it looks really really good. Um, which which is literally going to stomp WoW into the ground when Ashes of Creation comes out. Um, and that's the only reason they rushed this expansion out because as soon as Ashes of Creation comes out. Everyone's got, everyone that plays WoW is going to go to Ashes of Creation. Just because of fact, it's because it's not Blizzard. That that is the main reason that the majority of casual fans and fans because that game is built for casuals in mind. It's not built for the hardcore oh, retro. No, which not, I, no, the hardcores will stick around. That's the yeah. only, that's the only um, thing that you can pretty much guarantee. For. The hardcore fan. That will that have been there since vanilla, literally, like when it first launched. I mean, I I remember it, um, but it's <clears throat> I remember vanilla, and so it's kind of like I've seen the I've seen the changes that it had um, over the years. But then yeah. I also, as we've spoken about on this podcast many times, unfortunately, um, heard about the. BS that's um leading <laughs> leading you know leading from the back they're well, not leading from the front you know no 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 just there. not leading just not leading they're not leading at all are they? <laughs> leading into the ground <laughs> running so, into the ground head, let's, head let's, let's 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 uh, invite um you know Activision into our into our little nest and that way they can teach us how to use monetize it even worse than what we did before <laughs> Um, which is fantastic for no one apart from the big chief at the top. Yeah. Who yeah. needs to go, desperately needs to go. Well, it's funny you should say that because the, the, the CEO of Blizzard is actually resigning. Yes, the. Uh, it was in the news. I saw it briefly. Yes. I can't remember the, the name, but they are. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, the, yes. yeah, the CCA. There's somebody important up top is leaving. Yes. It's not Bobby Kotick because he's, oh, no. he's never going to leave. Oh, he's never going to leave. I think I think it's the person below him or uh, it, one of the one of the senior executives. Senior executives, anyway. yeah, is definitely leaving, stepping down. Uh, who will probably step down with a nice golden handshake, though? No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Here's all, here's all our whale money. Here you go. Platinum handshake. <laughs> one yeah. So, uh, um, Blizzard, piss off. Yeah, that's, that's it. It's it's sad because I like I said I it's always had a place in my heart and I've always enjoyed. Well, it's it's not games. really business. Activision. It's, it's though, Activision, it? but it, it, yeah. we've said it before. I don't blame don't blame the workers. Blame the you know blame the management. Yeah. Um, Activision, who's owned by who's mostly owned by Tencent. Yeah. And we know and we yeah. know who owns Tencent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. The the wonderful wonderful dictatorship that is China. Yeah. Um. It's amazing how much, how many pieces of the pie Tencent own in the West. They're forbidden for making games in their own country, but they can buy up everyone else's. I mean, it's it makes no sense. Their 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 influence is vast, and so is their spyware. If 
be warned. <laughs> All the uh, uh, what's the word? Controversial, controversy people. Oh, what's that? I can't think of what it's called now. They, they predict things that. Um, oh, I can't remember the name for them. Not skeptics. Um, oh, conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy. We'll, we'll, theorists, we'll, we'll yeah. tell. We'll tell you that they have so much spyware already installed on all your devices. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you can you prove them wrong? <laughs> That's the quick question. You can dismiss it out of hand, but can, you when you read those terms and conditions, it's scary, man. Mm-hmm. It's scary. If you read, I've, I've gone over Nobody terms, the terms and conditions. No, I've, if you remember a few podcasts ago. Oh, we had a quite we had a nice little uh, nice little section about reading the terms and conditions <laughs> uh, in great in great detail. Um, it's a sign away your soul. Um, but yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, no one absolutely. no one no one does read you. No one does. Read no, you. they've got you because yeah. they know fine well that nobody's going to go through and read like sixty or hundred pages of stuff for a piece of software or a phone or whatever. Yeah, if and you... most people don't care. They don't give no. a monkeys if they're being spied on. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I just want my toy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't care if you're if reading the to, evening news with me. If anyone wants <laughs> to listen to that podcast, it, I think it's actually called Terms and Conditions. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's it's funny. I would recommend it. Yeah, the quality advice, quality life advice in there as well. If yeah, you're not sure is. what to do yeah, with Terms yeah. and Conditions, um, um, <laughs> that's one of my favourite episodes. I think that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the initial point was uh, well, the point I'm getting at is that Activision are just motivated by greed, and the parent company, their parent company. Tencent is just all about the money. Yeah. And, um, you know, and once that becomes a, the main, the only driving factor, then the quality suffers. And so does the, you know, invention and the creativity and, you know, the actual effort being put in by those below them because the, the people above are making all the money. The ones that are making or doing all the work are getting shunted out of what they deserve. So therefore the quality decreases because their heart's not here anymore. And you can blatantly tell a game is not, um, made with love or, or the attention to detail um especially from blizzard's camp because mm-hmm. of the state they launch in and the, and the things they focus on first which is always uh, the game might be in disarray but oh, the cash shop works you know the cash shop will, will happily take your money what about first yeah yeah exactly sure <laughs> exactly and, that, and that's how you know that the company's worth where they're where yeah. they're yeah. where their loyalties lie it's the same with mobile games as soon as you play a mobile game the moment you're greeted with the working cash shop and everything else don't work, <laughs> delete, delete uh, is what I recommend you do. Then um, there's just far too many sites. There's actually a, there's actually a real problem with scamming mobile games right now. There's so many. There's a, there's a few YouTubers made videos on it today, um, talking in great detail about uh, Diablo Immortal actually, and um, Pokemon Unite, which people are playing. I've never heard of it, but uh, I don't really, I don't, I'm not really big into Pokemon mobile but uh, i know my kids play pokemon go still um but this pokemon unite game apparently is is caused a lot of kerfuffle on the internet um the same reasons that blizzard have with your greed greed is everything but are you surprised at this point it really it really baffles me how how much non-gamers don't know about things on in the world of technology you think about how much we complain and talk and, and go on about and rant and I rant about how stupid people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and <laughs> it's just, it, you know, it's because it's not in mainstream news or plastered all over Twitter. The, you know, these, they don't know. And, they're, and, they're, and therefore they're not one on the wiser. So they're like, Oh look game. Oh, I have money. This game wants me to spend money. Okay. Click, 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 click. It's my credit card. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not bothered. It's only money. 
Yeah, these these layabouts <laughs> and realise that oh crap, I just spent three hundred quid. Find the bank up. Can I have another refund? <laughs> you know, that's 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 what happens. That's what happens. It's just it's just around the circle, go around the circle. One big circle. Stupidity meets stupidity makes people rich. It's the uh, chief compliance <laughs> officer of Activision that uh, has resigned. Oh, okay. Frances Townsend. Although apparently he's still staying on as an advisor. Oh, so, so have you resigned getting... then? <laughs> no, you haven't, you haven't resigned. Still you, you're still getting in the back yeah. pocket. Yeah. The advisor I just want to make it look like that, I don't agree. Yeah, the advisor that quit is still the advisor. Yeah. Advisor. You're still, yeah. You're still, yeah. yeah. You're you're still employed. I think you'll find that means. <laughs> and and you you wouldn't be able to do that in any other job. No. I yeah. Mean, if you if you resigned <laughs> from your job and went, actually, can I stay on as advisor? Yeah, sure. Same money. Yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll come in a couple of hours a week. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, could try that. <laughs> I'm a painter and decorator. I I I've quit my job, but I was still <laughs> paint now and again. What? That doesn't. Yeah. Still, I'm yeah. still, I'm still I'll, painting. I'll, you, you can paint for me. I'll supervise, but you can yeah. still pay me as if I was doing the job. Yeah, it's just that's yeah, pretty much that's it, pretty isn't much it? it? Yeah. <laughs> so I think we've gone way off course there, <laughs> as usual. Yeah, I went off. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think we could, we could probably end that there. Yeah. Um, um, can, yeah. I, can I, can I? This one's, on, this one's for one of our regular viewers. Uh, <laughs> oh, regular please, listeners. yes. Um, this, this is, this is honor of you, Jelly. Uh, if you if you're listening, uh, Amaranth accuses Twitter of censorship. Uh, yeah, the old uh, Amaranth bandwagon is out in force again, beating her uh, blow up uh, hot tub drum, uh, saying that um, oh, Twitter are censoring me. And that's about it. Uh, so <laughs> it's, it's pretty much like they're hiding her tweets and stuff. Like, of course they're gonna hide your tweets. Like, it amazes me how they hide her tweets. Uh, to be fair. You know, um, as much as I like um, throwing uh, trash at Amaranth, um, she does have a point here where you know, there's much worse on Twitter going under the radar than than what she's talking about. So I kind of get why um, she does, but she has to remember that she, she has more influence and more reach than these people flying under the radar that aren't really getting picked up by the platform. Because most of these accounts, so I think we know these accounts, these, these siphon accounts that have the the fake pictures and, and they go click my link if you're single and they, they inbox you saying click here click here and you just delete them and report them whatever you do don't click on that link because you will be infested with malware faster than you can blink right <laughs> so do not be swayed by the, the the fake picture just like the graphic designers that we get in, in, in missions of on twitter look at me i'm a graphics designer but actually i'm a model no, what <laughs> no go away <laughs> just i'm not i don't i'm not interested in any of your services please be gone um that, that's what that's, that's a shout out to anyone who's following me on Twitter as a graphics designer. Leave me alone. <laughs> yes, I don't please. care. Leave, leave, alone, leave, leave us leave us alone. Unless you're an actual genuine fan, bugger off. <laughs> your graphic designers get on my nerves. I bet I've got like a hundred graphic designers following me, and they inbox me every day. Would you like some graphics doing? So, uh, so anyway, I'm going off the point again. But anyway, Amaranth's basically spitting the dummy out. And saying um, to Twitter, that's not fair. Blah, 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 blah. You're censoring me, but not everybody else. Blah, 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 blah. I do this for a living. Blah, 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 blah. I get my knockers out and get paid. Blah, 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 blah. And no one cares. You know, Amaranth, right? As much as I hate Twitter, you're not going to change Twitter. Like your your opinion is about as useful as a fart in a whirlwind. Um, who's going to take anyone seriously that, that 
does what you do for a living and no disrespect like to the ones that make you know have to do it to earn money but she doesn't need to do this to earn money she's got so much money she doesn't need to do this anymore this is this is just pointless this is just preying on the uh the the lonely men (laughs) it's just pretty much what yeah it's a smart business model i mean katie price yeah yeah, yeah Katie Price did this. Um, lots of women have done this in the past. You know, the old saying rings true: if you got it, you flaunt it. Um, but it doesn't make you likes. <laughs> uh, I don't particularly care for Amaranth's views on things. Um, she might have a point about Twitter censoring stuff, but again, she's not really the face of "Hey, Twitter, look at me. This is wrong." Because no one's gonna really give two shits about what you're saying. <laughs> Because they don't be honest, they don't go to you for what you say. <laughs> Let's be honest, they don't. <laughs> no, so, so you can you can shout. Are the you rafters. trying to tell us that people don't want her for her mind? <laughs> is, that, is that what you're trying yeah, to tell I, us? I'm I'm pretty sure that's a, the, the commonality for most people that like <laughs> around. To be fair, I mean, if you if you listen to her talk, it's like listening to ch- nails on a chalkboard. It's it's literally like there's no intelligence there. It's like just you can, I can feel my brain, my eardrums exploding uh, when our vocal cords hit my eardrums, and then my brain just implodes like from more stupidity. <laughs> See, it's some, something that I don't get from all this is that I mean, as much as I hate the term influencer and I really despise it, um, if you watch, I don't know, let's say you watch somebody like um, like Thrill Seeker, like massive VR YouTuber, yeah. Um, I can understand how he could be classed as an influencer. He's very big in the VR space. He talks about both the software and the hardware. And mm. yeah, a, a lot of people in, in similar spaces. But how I don't understand how somebody like Amaranth can be classed as an influencer. Because what does she influence about other than the best hot tub? Yeah. I, I don't. Well, there's no, there's no product. I mean, she is right. her brand. And what she yeah. does, she has done. And I will give her a due, same as Katie Price, mm-hmm. you know. She's she knows what she's doing, yeah. and she's played it beautifully, and it, she's she made a great living from it. But I don't understand the influence part. What? How? <laughs> how is she an influencer of anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you take her even if you take into account her, her business practices and her business accusations, she's had far more fails and far more potholes of money lost than she has actually made any sort of sensible business decisions outside of her hot tub. You know, yeah, selling a bath water and pubic hairs and stuff on, you know, only fans and God knows what else, you know, she's done. Um, you know, outside of that, that, yeah, she's done that. She's done that. Oh, she sold, sold a bath water for 15 grand. Fuck. I'm not even joking. Like she's, yeah, she's done that. It was a tweet about, it was, it was a tweets and everything. It was on, it was on some news who, page. Who, who would buy that? What is Some, wrong with people? The bloke's probably drunk it. You know, it's, it's, it's just <laughs> it's just disgusting. Like, why would you do that? Like, it's 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 just it's just I, creepy yeah. on another level. That that is at a level of creepiness that that we do not want to go into. To be honest, we, we like a bit of creep now and again. You know, I mean, I've heard that you can podcast. sell anything, but that is taking that, a mick. That, that, that OnlyFans pushes that boundary of selling anything, and I mm. I, I'm, I still can't believe she sold bath water to this day for fifteen grand. <laughs> And she's also sh- so- sold um, armpit hair, mm. uh, toenail clippings, um, you know, used drink. You know, there's there's so much stuff that's just like disgusting. And but she's it's literally these depraved souls will literally lick the scum off her feet. Mm. You know, it's, it is it is it is 
the praise. No, well, I, I am. I've decided I'm going to try it. There's going to be a bacon. <laughs> there's going to be bacon starly only fans. I am going to sell bath water. I don't even have baths. I have showers, but I'm going to sell bath water. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can get twenty quid. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to do one better. I'm going to. I'm going to sell used nappies. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I just, oh. Oh, oh no! Uh, oh, he's been censored. He's been censored. <laughs> oh, Aram's got him. <laughs> oh, I didn't even have to wiggle my finger. Then it's just like he just—that <laughs> was it. it. Cut me he off. Sen- yeah, he censored himself. But, but yeah, it's, it's just, I was just saying how far fetched it all is, and how she thinks she's in a sphere of influence where she's going to be taken seriously. And she's never going to be taken seriously. And unfortunately, you know that is the that is how it is. Yeah, you know, there's there's no point crying about it and getting no, up in arms. And, she doesn't make money for Twitter. No, she doesn't make. But she doesn't make money from care. it. But she's not. But she's not going to change how they. Because she's talking about changing their default settings. Like, no, uh, she just, won't. Just, but because she wants to have a. But she's basically they're throttling her content because her content is eighteen plus. Now, if you read your terms and conditions, hey, back to your terms and conditions, it actually states that you can't sell or promote 18 plus content without explicit permission from Twitter themselves. Um, you know, it's in the contract. It's in the thing you agree to when you make the account. So sitting there and going up in arms about it's the default settings are wrong and I can't do this and I can't do that. Love to shut up. There are more than enough platforms out there. Yeah, you, you, you don't, don't need. You don't have to rely on Twitter for that. Yeah, and let's face it. Even if you do, you know, if you go do something like that, the smart, the smart business model would be for her to do the whole hot tubby bikini thing, whatever it is. You know, put photos of that up, but not anything worse, and yeah. advertise your other places where people can go. Yeah, there's, there's thousands of sites, hosting yeah. sites that she could use for other adult content. And she she has a big she does have a you know she does have a sphere of influence you know she is a but within the worlds of Twitch you know I don't really see many OnlyFans conventions appearing anywhere do you <laughs> with, her, with her turning up in an inflatable hot tub uh, you know I don't I don't I don't see it I don't I just can't see that happen let's go let's go to OnlyFans uh, event uh, in London next week you know Amaranth is going to be there it's not going to happen. Because most people that have OnlyFans don't want people to know they have OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, that, that's that's pretty much how it works. It's gonna um, be a so, masquerade ball. Exactly. Yeah. They're gonna be. Her, her, no, she'll have her minions carry her on a, on a hot tub. You know, is walking along. You know, parading. She'll have a. She'll have her little details underneath her banner. Click here. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter notice me, senpai. Right uh, now, uh, aren't we? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tw- Twitter notice me, senpai, on the back of her banner. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's uh, yeah, poke fun. Right? She yeah, like I say, she's made her money. She's she's not good at what she does. She's just lucky at what she does because there's far more de- deserving women out there that work ten times harder and get not and knowing near the volume of money she has access to, which is it's criminal. It's criminal. But she's also representing Twitch, and because we're part of the Twitch sphere, um, I don't think it's a good look for for us. With our, one of our biggest streamers is out there going is basically flipping the bird at twitter trying to change something she's never going to be able to influence i just and again it boils down to getting the headlines and driving more more people yeah, to I mean, her channel. To be honest, and that's exactly that, what she's doing I, I don't think that kind of content should be on twitch anyway it's not the place for it no never in a million yeah. years 
And it take and it's I mean I know what it started from, but it takes the it takes the mick out of actual ASMR artists. Yeah. You know, get rid of this ear licking hot tub rubbish. <laughs> Deep throating microphones. Yeah. Just go, go <laughs> I still, on, go can't, on I still can't believe they did that. I still can't believe there's like hundreds of women on there doing that for AM, a, under ASMR. This a, is a, it's it's a it's an absolute <laughs> mick take. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really appreciate I'm a, I'm a hot tub around coming out and amateur and <laughs> amateur. Yeah, Amateur-tub. I don't really, I, I don't really care. I don't really appreciate her coming out and trying to change Twitter. It's just, a, it's just a laughable at this point. Just stick. Just you're lucky enough to have a platform that you make millions on. You're lucky enough that you know Twitch for some reason don't give you the proper ban hammer. Um, they don't seem to ban anyone that makes the headlines these days. They've really given them a tough. We already, I've already covered this so many times. A token token ban token we're gonna token ban you for twenty four hours and you come back and you've still got all your monies and all your contracts and you're not taking off the partner program. And it's just but then she makes money for Twitch where she doesn't make yeah. money for Twitter. So exactly. So yeah, how that's how that's news and in the first well, place. I don't know. <laughs> but it's, it gives us a little chance to talk about her in a in a positive light as always. And, yeah, that's um, for you, Jelly. Hope you appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, so so I'll leave I'll leave a link uh, down below for you, Jenny, to click on to to our only fan. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so moving on from Does uh, it need our help. <laughs> no, no, he's probably already he's got about five yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny, but you know. <laughs> um. So, all right. So, moving on. Um. Well, we heard the news about uh, Google Stadia this week. Yes. Yeah. Finally, be, finally being uh, put in the coffin. Uh, yes, after. Well, yeah. yes, well, yeah. We know. And it's all yeah, your we, fault. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. Yeah, I predicted yeah, this. Predicted and so this, we all predicted it. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was one of the f- earlier podcast episodes we were talking about, talking about online gaming. And I was talking about Stadia and how stupid it is. <laughs> and I said, in a couple of years' time, it's going to be gone. Not even a couple of years later, a year later, it's 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 now going to be officially cancelled in january 2023 the good thing is if you are a stadia owner you're going to have all of your monies refunded to you on all the games you've purchased including the console purchase i say console i mean thin air console uh it's literally just a click <laughs> it's just a link you click to your console i don't know how they charge what they charge for that but you know apparently it's worth 200 quid um <laughs> it's, it's literally just an Xbox controller, just white. <laughs> you know, it was, yeah. wasn't really innovative. You know, it wasn't. They didn't. Didn't. They didn't capitalize on it. The, the, all the technology was there, and they just didn't invest in the infrastructure. And by the time, by the time uh, they did that, Xbox had already announced their cloud service, and it was already up and running, and it was better than the false promises of Stadia. 4K online, 60 frames per second, streaming, gaming. At your fingertips, anywhere, any device. It just, it just saying it out loud just makes me feel a bit stupid. Really, <laughs> it's just it doesn't it doesn't really make any sense how you why you would leave with that. 1080p, 60 frames per second was a more feasible target than the 4K 60. You can't even get 4K 60 frames per second on the PlayStation. Hmm. You get 48 frames per second on the PS5. Um, you know, and that's on a, and that's on a like a, a stress test or whatever they did the benchmark. Um, so th- that's that's a lie immediately. What, what are they doing? Hyping it up to the computers from Mars? I mean, there's, there's no way they're going to get that amount of power on, on people's everyday internet. 
um, your lucky internet can do 10 megabytes a second, never mind like two or three gigabytes to cope with the amount of information 4K is going to require, um, especially in a, in a graphically high intensive game. So Stadia was doomed from the get go, and they're just, yeah, they're just smoking the reefer long before they even, while they were even making that. Oh, should we, should we just lie to everybody? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, no, we'll find out. No, there'll be millions of people buying it. We won't have to do anything. We'll just we'll say we'll fix it later. <laughs> tech oh, was dear. The actual underlying tech was impressive. It, um, and it, it is it, being, they are going to keep using it for other things. Uh, it oh, was just badly packaged. It, yeah, there was some good things to come out of, of, of Sega, despite the laughable um, you know, uh, business model. <laughs> 60 quid for every game, including ones that have been out for God knows how long. Um, no subscription service, which hit, which hurt it immediately, because this is when Xbox was, again Game Pass was flying, and they all they had to do was do their own pass. But because they weren't willing to invest in the software behind the execution of it, um, people weren't interested because there wasn't enough value there. And the ones that did buy it didn't get were lucky to get twenty or thirty frames per second on anything. And that's and these are the ones that had like really top tier internet as well. Um, this is like tech channels and stuff that had business internet had like 500, 600 guaranteed megabytes download a second. Couldn't even get 20, 30 frames per second. Uh, Lena's Tech Tips, one of the YouTube, one of the big YouTube tech channels, uh, ripped it to pieces um, and said, you know, it's, it's it's not there. It can't it can't produce what it's saying, what you're paying for, and that really hurt hurt Stadia. Like a lot of the early reviews really did hurt um, Stadia, and once that got like became like a meme almost you got google stadia <laughs> you twat what have you got that shit for it was literally like you had ripped to pieces for, for even mentioning it um as we as we as a lot of the internet sort of just ran for that meme and grabbed it, it like stadia joke there we go hmm. staple for jokes forever and it, the, it ran, it, that didn't help its reputation and then again they couldn't get <laughs> their, their, their time their, one of their, their their most valuable exclusive when they launched was torchlight free do I do I need to explain how bad that is? <laughs> that was classed as an exclusive. Yeah, it was an exclusive. It was a time exclusive on Google Stadia for a year. Um, really? Yeah. Orcs ah. must Orcs must die three and Torchlight Torchlight three were climbed exclusives on Stadia. Wow! Wow! Big hitters. <clears throat> yeah, massive, massive. Uh, bringers uh, of us. Nothing against those sellers. games, but come on, they're not they're not console sellers. <laughs> no, but they're not. No. <laughs> And then it leads me to the point where they turned down a single-player game. Uh, Hideo Kojima approached them and said he wanted to make a game for them, single-player game, to help launch their platform. And he wanted, like, you know, exclusive, it's a proper exclusive rights to a game that he had full control over because at the time he was in between, he didn't have full control over his products. He was still in contract with Sony. But this is, like, in between his move over to Hideo. I think he literally just felt... Uh, forged um kojima productions at this point um when they when they approached um google stadia and google stadia said no we don't do single player games they're not the well, they're not the future we're not going to play single player games no 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 we, we're, we're like going to have we're going to have no games that's our future no games no ips no exclusives we're going to have multiplayer cod that's going to be our go-to yes we love we're brilliant at google stadia that's idiots man if Heidi Kojima comes up to you and says, I want to make a game for your platform, will you let me make one? You don't go, no. Sorry. Can't ask Sony. You know, it's... I, 
it doesn't mean you have no you have no games on your platform you have no exclusives you have no foothold in the industry and yet one of the biggest game creators on the planet comes up to you and asks you're going to make a game for your platform and you turn around and say no it's not a case of money they have the money. it's not like google can't afford it yeah exactly <laughs> and yeah, if they if they'd, gone, if, if they'd gone ahead with that, we'd have had another Hydro Kojima game but on PC now. <laughs> so it would have come over to the other consoles because they because they, they would have done that. Um, it's just, it's a sad it's sad it is sad. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's Google's history of tech is very poor. It's very poor. You look at their history of things they've launched and failed within a year or two years of development. They have a long list of stuff. I'm not going to. I'm not going to bring it up now because there's not. There is not enough time in a day to list all of their failings. But it's, if you look at Google's failed tech, um, there's an interesting video on that as well on, on YouTube that goes over all their failures. And uh, this is just another notch in their belt of uh, of, a, of a wasted uh, opportunity. But I will say that they did actually contribute to online infrastructure to pave the way for Game Pass, cloud gaming, and um, Nvidia. Uh, cloud gaming also uses uh, the same sort of similar infrastructure that Adia did lay the groundwork for, um, which has now been overtaken by Game Pass, um, which uses the same sort of algorithms that that Stadia was pioneering. So there was some good to come out of uh, Google Stadia. Um, they did actually contribute quite a bit to the online development of streaming games, except that they just didn't capitalize on it. Their business model, again, their business model sucked. They didn't have any time exclusives, and it was just run by people that didn't have their heads screwed on. Uh, sounds pretty much very similar to Activision Blizzard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just completely clueless at the top, and just trying to throw, just throwing money at stuff and see what would stick. Unfortunately, in the, in this in this market where physical physical ownership of a console was still a thing, um, games not so much, but people still want to have. I, I don't think I could play my if I had, didn't have a PC. And I say I had, like my phone was my PC, and I I was I had to pay something to play games on it. I wouldn't. I'd just go and get a console. I don't like not having a physical, you know, something to switch on and know you can play stuff on it when it's actually yeah, there, yeah. rather than a virtual device that you've got no control over. Whether it's and it, the only thing, and the other thing about it, it's always online, so you you can't play anything offline. So you've got no internet. You can't play anything. Do you spend hundreds of thousands on on this library, and you, if you've got no internet, you can't play it. You can't even download it to anything because there's nothing to download it to. Um, so that 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 alone is, you know, was a deal breaker for a lot of people, and uh, that that didn't really bode well to a lot of gamers. You know, most of all, as as a gamer, like I say, we like to have physical copies of stuff sometimes, and uh, I just don't think it appealed in all the right places. That like I say, the bacon, they you know. They had a good thing. They had a potentially a good thing, and they squandered it quite badly. Um, it's a, uh, you know, terrible. Really, it's just not, again another wasted opportunity for, for something good to come along, and and they piss it up the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, didn't um, like I do remember like it's just I'm just sort of touching on that little that um, online thing, but I I do recall like PlayStation Four had a. A section where you could go to, and that was always down. You you could stream it like the game, whatever it was. You could stream the game. Stream it to PC. Yeah, yeah. You could stream it. Yeah, but that, unfortunately, like you said, it meant that you couldn't, um, like, 
if you had had no internet, you'd buff it in all the time. It was horrible. Like, yeah, you know, I can't. So that was my only ex- real experience of like playing a game that was using it from a, a cloud-based thing. And it was like, oh, that was just horrible. Yeah. No, physical copies is, is good, but obviously downloading something, even if you just, you know, just downloading it and then playing it later on. Like we pretty much all of our games now are all downloaded, but like they're mm. now streaming from a hard drive, your SSDs or whatever. Yeah. So you could play games and much more stable than trying to rely on an internet connection. I mean, I, I, I know what it's like to have no internet for a couple of days because we said before, yeah. we, we, you know, I, I lost, and unfortunately I didn't have a podcast where I couldn't do the podcast for that particular week because it's like, I can't join in. Yeah. It's just, Oh my God. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's like. It's just every day. Oh no. No, Stadia. Oh, you, you failed. <laughs> you failed. You, get the wiggle. you failed. You get the wiggle, Stadia. <laughs> I think what I would oh. like to see, and I have no idea if this would even even work, but obviously with with most things going digital and most people buying digital now, purely because they want that instant gratification rather than having to actually go out and buy a physical copy. It's obviously shrunk the pre-owned market massively. Yes. You know, the days where you could like go into game or somewhere and pick up like a, a new-ish game for like well under half price because somebody mm. bought it, rammed through it, and then gone, yeah, don't want it anymore. Yeah. Why not? If you buy, and I'm not talking about Game Pass games, but actual games on the MS Store, or you know, whatever the PlayStation Store is called, but allow a user to say, right, I've played the game, I don't want it anymore, and to physically sell it by able to set a price, and then a certain portion goes to Microsoft, but the rest obviously goes to you as the person selling it. That would be a cool way, I think, for people to be able to get hold of games that they may not be able to afford normally because of the stupidly large prices now. I don't know how it would work, how the transfer would work or anything, but... Yeah, it's selling that, code. It's like, isn't it like a Bitcoin thing, yeah. isn't it? Well, I suppose kind of, yeah. I mean, in essence, you know, you as the person selling it would get your cut. The game would be removed from your drive and the and other person library. would download yeah. it from the store. Mm. Yeah. I could work. Yeah, they, that there is no reason for that not to exist, but except that the Microsoft and the all the other third parties, Cash. it's basically <laughs> yeah, basically money. Yeah. It's basically like no, we, we're not we're not doing that. We, we, why would we want to enforce pre-owned code um, selling when we want to buy new codes? You know, but those people. Want... But this this is what they're missing, though, isn't it? Because those people most likely aren't going to buy it. Yeah. Or they're going to wait and get it from CD keys or somewhere like that. Yeah, wait until the sale, which is usually yeah. a lot of people do, like especially yeah. ourselves. I do. I, yeah. I do buy like the odd new release if I'm really, really into it. Thankfully, yeah. Game Pass solves a lot of that problem. But the majority of the time, I, I you know, uh, I, if it's a, you know, if it's a really good game, or well, most of the time, Steve's recommended a game and I've just gone and bought it. Like, it's just not even looking at it. So he goes, I've got this, and I'll buy it. And, you know, that usually word of mouth was how most of us buy our games usually. Um, but in terms of new releases, like like, uh, like I said, I don't pre-order anymore because of what we, we used to spoke about earlier. But um, when a game comes out, I'll wait for either Steve to play it or Beth to play it or Alex to play it before I, if I'm up and I'm in an hour and about it. That's, uh, yeah. And that's, and that's, I don't, I don't go to other YouTubers or, or, you know, people, people on the internet that I used to watch and used to think, Oh, I, I trust their opinion. I don't. I I have my little 
our little group that I trust and I know that I value that what they say. So they're your influence sways me into yeah. what I get. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, but the, these, um, I get what you're saying though, uh, that there should be a set, a, 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 like an eBay market of used codes where yeah. we could just offload our old stuff. We're never going to touch. And even if you get a pound for it, it's better than you sitting there, yeah. not doing anything. I mean, you even know? if it, even if it didn't work, you know like that even if it was more a case of like you you mark games that you no longer want to play you go and look at games that you want to buy and then it's almost like a swap thing where you get a certain discount off of a new game and then you know so either that to help yourself or even if that then then goes into like you say like almost like a used market of some kind yeah because the the market infrastructure is already there on steam because you can sell stuff in your inventory yeah there's no there's no reason why they couldn't add like, even if you like say trading those keys towards something else hmm. so that you, even if they gave you like, like a couple of quid each um if it was you know say for instance something newer like elden ring they'd give you the like, half the value of it um as a game voucher you know but obviously yeah. they remove it from your library that there's no reason for them not to do that other than the fact that it's going to cost them money so yeah that, that's and that's then unfortunately that's that's why that doesn't exist is because the the fat cats are primarily in charge and do not want us to save money. They want us to spend more money. That's their job. They want us to, you know, knee deep in games and <laughs> spending everything on full price. They absolutely yeah, hate red party sellers. But I'm surprised that Steam even allows CD keys to to sell some of the stuff they do sell because it I, some of the games I've bought on CD keys are still like 60, 70 quid on Steam. I go to the Sydney Keys and it's like 28 quid on day of release. I'm like, yeah, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> well, why is it like that? Why is it like that? What? It d- doesn't make any sense. And yet Sydney Keys is still making a profit. Yeah. So the, the, the problem isn't the fact that this idea isn't manageable. It's the fact that they just don't want it. They just don't want it to cost them money. They don't want people to save money. They don't want to offer a, they don't want to put the consumer first. You know, that, that's what it boils down to. And like you were saying earlier about, it's funny you should mention pre-owned market shrinking. I actually went into game uh, on my birthday and I actually spoke to the guy behind the counter um, and he was trying to get me to buy physical copies of games. And I said, look, mate, sorry, but I'm not paying any of these prices in here. I said, I can go online and get the games you're make, you're talking about, like 30, 40 quid cheaper. I said, you know, unless in your digital store is half a ball, so because your digital store is the same price as your in-store, and, yeah, you, and, you, yeah. and, you, and you're trying to sell me a 36 pound membership that's going to give me 10 percent back on my trade-ins when i've got nothing to trade in because i have no physical copies of anything because everything new is digital i said so you, your whole <laughs> the guy the manager was standing it's just only a young chap the manager behind him was was nodding along like listening to me and, he, and then before the other young chap could answer he was like yeah you're absolutely right he said no he said nobody comes in here to buy stuff anymore he said you only get collectors yeah, he said, and then they, they kick off about like scuffs in the case or things are printed wrong or you know stuff that's that not really worth you know anyone any normal person would care about. He said, when we've got to deal with all that nonsense now, he said probably he said you probably probably won't exist two years down the line. This that's is it because they've got to pay for brick and like physical yeah. like brick and mortar stores, yeah. haven't they? So they have to keep their prices higher. Yeah, there's um, there's, like, there's such a lack of stuff. Overheads. Sorry, big. Yeah. there's such a yeah. lack of stock in the in the shop that's actually filled with toys. Board games, books, yeah, yeah, you know, and stuff that you wouldn't even associate with a video game store. You know, it's just full of merchandise. Yeah, you know, and I know, I know it makes sense because it is game themed, and you know, but you look, you go back ten years where you had shelves and shelves of video games everywhere. You had like back to the whole walls of Xbox and walls of PlayStation, 
PlayStation's about half half the size it used to be. Xbox is and the, the and the pre-owned section is just the same copy of the game, usually FIFA. <laughs> so, yeah. in, in the in there. Um, but it's it is it is a sad it is sad to see it that is. happen because I, I do is. like getting I do like having a physical copy of stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I think, when, I think for me it was all about it. It was more about the experience, though. It was like, and again, obviously showing age a bit. But like when I would go into game, I remember being able to go in there and it would like it like case of right. You know, if I wanted to, I could pick a graphics card to upgrade my upgrade my PC. Usually, only a graphics card that they were in there. Like I say, pick up a box, but it was an experience. You were going in there, you were looking at what was out, what was new, and deciding what to get with you know whatever amount you had. Yeah. And, and yes, change. all right, there wasn't that. You know, we all and I'm as guilty of it as anybody we all want that instant gratification it's like oh i want that game i want to play it right now this second yeah. it can't download fast enough <laughs> but yeah it, it is a shame um I, I do kind of miss those days it's the way of the world as well it's like you know everything it's not just not just gaming but everything is now turning like any sort of entertainment you can think of is turning you know like you said i want i want a, a tangible like item that i can pick up and hold i still buy like blu-ray discs that from you know i still own them i don't watch a lot of them now but i still own them i like to have that physical copy um and that's you know it's like if you old enough to remember like blockbuster videos or even rent any video rental yeah. stores you've now got netflix yeah, prime, blockbuster prime, video yeah you've got prime video you've got netflix you've got Di- um uh disney plus all these streaming channels, all these streaming services all do, all deliver the same sort of content everywhere. And it's mm, no yeah. longer a physical copy, it's just a digital copy that you're now owning. And you, and you, and you only own it for as long as you own the membership. Once yeah. that membership goes out, you no longer own. Like, if you paid for that, if you paid for a street, like, say if you paid for the new Spider-Man movie that's just come out on Disney+, Plus before it, come, before it comes into the section of being able to stream it, freely um you there is a section where you have to buy it first or pre pre-order it or pre-owned it yeah or, same or, with that, yeah. uh with uh, prime yeah prime, prime yeah, yeah. You, you'd have to pay like what is it 30 pounds or something i don't know whatever it costs i don't know i mean gives you some idea on how much i pay attention to because I, I, I just wait, i wait longer yeah I, I wait longer i don't bother with that because i know it's going to come on disney plus eventually down the line yeah. another month or so but point is like nothing is now tangible. Nothing's nothing's solid anymore. You just you own you own air. <laughs> you own thin air. You own, you own thin you air. Own, yeah. You yeah. don't even own, you like like you said. You know the actual. You're not even, you don't even own it. You're rent. You're like licensing rent, it. You're licensing you to, it. Yeah. If you lose yeah, it, your if you lose your subscriptions for whatever reasons, like in, or they put or they put it away from their pull library. It, yeah. Or they put it. Yeah. That's it. You don't have it. Even if you pay for something on. Like Steam, if Steam crashes, all your Steam games are gone. Like if they, if they, yeah, get, they, yeah, they, they do have an offline mode. I will they have say an that. offline you, mode. They can still access it for a little while, but if you, if you, you haven't already in, downloaded it at that point, yeah. yeah. If yeah, but take it, yeah. The, the, yeah. what I was going to say, Steve, uh, just sorry, doesn't want to try yeah, and right. correct you, but the offline mode, uh, you, you get, uh, you get five days without signing in access, and then after yeah. that fifth day, if you don't sign back in, it doesn't load up offline mode. Yeah. So okay. it's, it's a bit, it's a bit naughty. Like it's a bit misleading. Like it's oh, you can still pay offline, but yeah. it's um, it's, it's that's they give you a little bit of time to get your your offline back up and running, so to speak. Um, but yeah, you are you are absolutely correct. So I didn't, I didn't mean to stop your full flow there. 
Yeah, that's, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is it, it is that, isn't it? it? That's what it is, regardless of how you go about getting games or whatever it is now. Your your form of entertainment. Whether is at the mercy is at the mercy of um the big wigs. Yeah. If you think about it, we're all corporate shields. Yeah. <laughs> even even, yeah. even your only fans digital copy that you own <laughs> you don't own you paid five pounds subscription even my only feet oh, no. only feet. my only feet my only yeah, bath <laughs> i paid good money for that damn it my, my nose hair clippings <laughs> oh god no let's not go down now no uh <laughs> oh, dear. i think we're done with that <laughs> yeah, as interesting as it as it was, it started to spiral a little bit there. <laughs> no, um, never. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, there's much else to talk about. Um, are we going to mention a few mul- news items? Multiverses. Have we spoke about multiverses? Oh, the um, multiverses. Well, you got uh, there was a couple of things, wasn't there? For multiverses. Yeah, the, yeah, the the, uh, the um. What's it called? Um, uh, the X, the XP nerf. XP so nerf was is like, yeah. So oh. so yeah. So basically, yeah. multiverses have come out and said, "Yeah, oh, leveling too quickly. We want you to level really, really slowly. So we're doubling XP requirements across the board. <laughs> have fun. <laughs> just, just just go back to your whole multiverses. You you started off so well. I've again. I've, I know I've already said this before." They've gone down the hill so quickly. And I, I don't even care for their new characters. I don't care for Gizmo. I don't care for Rick. I don't care for Morty. I don't care for any of it. It's a grind that they've nerfed. They Not only did they nerf the amount of gold you earn from matches, they've now nerfed the amount of XP you get to level up your battle pass yeah. or free pass. And it's just like, do you want people to play your game? Do you care about the people that actually play your game right now? Obviously not. Do you want people to come back to the game? Obviously not. Do you want people to stop playing in droves? Of course you do, because that's exactly what you're doing. I've never seen a company shoot itself on the foot as quickly as, as Warner Brothers' um, multiverses. And I knew it happened because Warner Brothers can't help themselves. They cannot help themselves. Their proven track record in their mobile games, especially, and this links to their Mortal Kombat nonsense because multiverses is going the same way. An incredibly long grind, a terrible reward system, a terrible uh, um, gold reward system for in-game currency. And if you want to get any of the characters, of course, they want you to fork out money for it. Like they always do the greedy fuckbags. So, you know, it's it's the same old thing that we've, the theme of tonight. It's just corporate greed is just not, it's just ruining everything. The, 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 there's a fun game underneath all that nonsense. And <laughs> you just, people aren't going to play the game. If, time people's time is valuable right a lot of people do not have a lot of spare time they don't have time free to to invest in multiple games or a long ass grind especially if they've got friends that play different games or whatever they they manage their time accordingly and you want these people to waste their time in your game is effectively wasting their time because they can't progress why would you put effort into a game where you can't make any form of progression whether towards a character or your um, reward xp system you know, even if you spend money on said reward XP system, that isn't going to make it quicker. So, why would you spend your valuable time in a game that hates you? <laughs> That's a fair point. 
Mic drop. All right, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> well, keeping it along the same lines as, of corporate greed, um, I'm sure that it won't have escaped your attention that Star Citizen has just passed a half a billion in income. The biggest, from... the biggest con in history. By yeah, by far. I mean, I have, yeah. to, I have to admit, what what is out there does look good, most of it. But it's yeah, and the weird thing is, a hundred million of it is has come in since um, last November. <laughs> so it's not like it's been dwindling; it's actually increased. But yeah, they've now taken half a billion to build that game. Um, um, that has I think already dwarfed uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, and uh, which I think was three hundred and seventy million or something. Uh, Halo Infinite had half a million budget as well, half yeah. A, yeah, half a billion. Sorry, um, but that included the TV show and movies and all the rest of it. Uh, they never got around to. Um, but yeah, that is, that's it's, it's insane. It really is insane. I love the look of Star Citizen. I absolutely all for space exploration. That you know the game in principle and the and I haven't played yet. I had I was invited to in to the play the alpha. Uh, I had a code and everything, but I decided against it because I didn't support the, I don't support the guys behind it. I don't support the company behind it. Um, I think it's a massive long ass con. I think they're just fling, I think they're just rinsing people of money left, right, city. I mean, why would you sell ships in a game that isn't even launched yet for a hundred grand? Like, do, do you think that Diablo Immortal's bad? That, that, that Blizzard are bad? These guys take the piss. Uh, they're the worst of the worst. They're literally laughing That's all it. the way to the insane. bank. Absolutely it's, insane. This... I mean, I do have the game. I did. Um, I got it uh, a while back. I didn't get the Squadron Forty Two. I just got the like the standard. Um, yeah. I haven't. I've only put like an hour or two in it. To be fair, because uh, it was quite. It was a bit janky when I tried it. Um, that was that was a while ago. We're talking like probably a couple of years ago now. Yeah. Um, so obviously a lot has changed, but yeah, yeah it's. I don't know. It's like part of me really wants it to succeed and be this like fantastic universe, and part of me is just like seriously, how much more money do you need to complete this? this yeah. Thing? How how much mismanagement is going on here? But well, where's the breakdown of where all this money is going? They, they do show it as well. They actually do show the breakdown as to how yeah. much each bit. I mean, not obviously to the nth degree, but in general, how much each kind of section or you know each part of the but project has done. Once, but that, once you've broken the trust. It's, it's, a, it's a long road back. They, they've promised the yeah, earth and delivered nothing. Like if you've got like half a price, it's like it's like going to a car dealership, seeing a, like the best looking car you've ever seen, promised the earth, all the bells and whistles, all the gizmos, gadgets under the sun, and you you get you, you take it for a test drive. Oh, it's a bit, it's all right. It could do with a bit of work, uh, and then and then you, you hand your money over, and then you get but you get it home and it just doesn't, it just breaks like immediately. And then he goes to take it back to the shop, and they're like, "No, sorry, all product, all product, all all sales are final, no refunds." Bugger off! Did you go at the same place that I just bought my new car? <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> this is seeming really familiar. <laughs> but that that's that, that is yeah, pretty much is. What, they, what they say to the people that are, that are shitting on the game or giving them a hard time about it. They're like, "Well, you don't like it, don't buy it." Well, okay. How about you deliver the product everyone's paid for since the day it launched? Because it was a Kickstarter, it was a Kickstarter project, wasn't it? Just kickstarter money it started this project and then then they became independently funded when they sent up their website and whatever donation box and they got the game 
working with their convenient microtransaction store. Let's not forget that they haven't got a working game, but their shop works. You know, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. The, the, the greedy fuckers will make sure that the shop's smack, bang, sparkly, all does everything that the shop wants it to do. But was it, we, 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 do you want the game to work? No, fuck you. I'll go to the shop. You know, it's 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 absolute nonsense. Like it's 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 the scummiest way to to fleece an interested market. You know, because there isn't. You know, you look up this is guy. This guy made Wing Commander. Um, it's the same developer made Wing made all the Wing Commander games. I love Wing Commander. It was the first sort of space exploration game I played on my old four eight six X four with two megabyte of RAM. You know, <laughs> absolutely disc drive. It was amazing. You know. Uh, it's and that game that game stayed with me for a long time. I loved that game. I loved the, how it how it worked. I loved the universe. I loved the characters. Um, very dated game now. You play. I went back to it and I was like, I used to play this. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's absolutely mind boggling how someone that creative, that ambitious, that you know resourceful in terms of game development can then end up like this, where he's he's mismanaging all of his money he's mismanaging the company he's selling the he's selling you promises and promises and promises and giving you it's like give like giving you the best looking the best tasty sandwich you've ever seen and then giving you a tiny little bit every year but only if you give him a hundred grand at a time yeah it's it's it doesn't make sense yeah i mean a lot of it is kind of akin to the emperor's new clothes at the moment (laughs) Um, but you know it's it, it might they they might still pull it off i'm um, I, I can't say I'm optimistic. Um, mm. I, I'd like, I would like to see it because I think if they do pull it off, it will be fantastic. Yeah, but it's it's a case now of like, look, come on, guys, you've had enough money. Just get yeah. the damn thing out. You've been developing exactly. it for a long. I know, you, I know, you've built a lot of your own, you know, a lot of your own uh, software, a lot of your own pipelines to to get all of this done, and your engines and everything else. But yeah, come on, <laughs> give us yeah, <laughs> give us something. This. It's just like the scary thing is that Starfield will be out before that is. Oh yeah, you know, you know, and that Starfield is more or less the same sort of game, and that's going to be in our hands next year, available to play. I Star Stars it isn't going to be even even if it's a buggy mess, that it's still a game we can physically get and play. Star Citizen is a promise of a game. Uh, it's in it's hidden behind Alpha and Beta, and all the rest of it. And th- th- there's no doubt there is a game there you can play and. You know the the, the systems are there. It, it, as you say, it's, I've I've I haven't played it for a very long time, um, but I was not impressed when I played it. I didn't think it was worth the money. I am looking for if they do manage to get their act together. Squadron Forty Two looks incredible. If they manage to deliver on all of that high, you know, high famous actors, like every single actor in that game is famous. Like it's been in something. Like they've they've got um David Chipovny, they've got Julian Anderson, they've got uh Mark Hamill, they've got uh the Superman dude, what's his name? Henry Cavill. Uh they've got the guy from Game of Thrones, the I can't remember his name. Oh the old boy with a beard. Oh, I can't remember his name. Not the The old boy with a beard. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I'm I'm really Davos uh, Charles Dance? Davos, is it Davos his name? I can't remember his name. It, they've got loads of actors from Game of Thrones in it that's, as well. Is that that's Charles Dance, isn't it, the actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in yeah. it. Um, they've got uh, what's his name, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman's in this. I mean, the, the, the star-studded lineup is, would be blockbuster level if it was a film. You know, there'd be, everyone would rock to see that in the cinema, like uh, a, a sci-fi. How did they get Gary Oldman in it? <laughs> you're not, you're not seeing. Gary Oldman's in it. He's the, he's the, he's he hasn't got a beard. He's, he's baby face. He looks different. 
Is it, isn't so, it like, I mean, where, where did they get the audio from? They, they recorded it, didn't they? But, well, God, I'm assuming they must have recorded it before he died then. Yeah. Oh, right, it's, okay. It's, I was, it's, I was confusing they, me. I was like, what they, you No, they, 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 rec- they recorded it. They recorded all of this in 2017. Oh. So, like, the, the single-player game has been in development for God knows how long. But they, they so, did all the motion capture and all of that, saw the scenes in 2017. Should um, we, just for a laugh, should we place a bet? <laughs> on and I'm not talking about not specifically Squadron 42, but but Star Citizen as as the game. Will it come out before my fiftieth birthday? Probably not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, gonna say, gonna, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no as well. Because um, there's an it's actually interesting. I know I've referred to a YouTube quite a bit this this evening. Um, there there's a, a YouTube uh, video. Uh, called "Will Star Citizen Ever Release?" and it's, it, it came out a couple <laughs> of months ago, it, yeah. <laughs> and I watched it, and it goes it goes through all of the things that they've done, all of the dodgy crap they've done, all of the promises, all the broken promises, all the beta alpha testing, everything, and all of the all of the build up and all of the you know the tomfoolery and the it goes through all the microtransactions and everything. It's a very fantastic. It's like a documentary. It's a very very good in depth look at Star Citizen, and he basically says, "No, it's not coming out." <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it all points to just it, they've got a money cycle, a money system that's coming in on the premise that you're going to get something decent at the end of it. And as long as they keep dangling that carrot and keep releasing little tech demos and little improvements here and there and little things, that, little snippets of what they could have or are working on, then that money tree will keep coming. Because once they once it's like the same as the mobile games. Once they've got you hooks and got you invested. You've then invested so much money and time already. You're going to keep investing until you get a payoff because that's human nature. You know, people don't want us to be seen as wasting their time and money. So once you've invested a long time and enough money, you're going to keep going until you get a payout or some sort of benefit from it. And that's how they have maintained their horrendous position uh, in the in the entertainment industry. And that's how they've kept the people on a, with a little carrot on a stick uh, dangling away. And you know, as much as I hate them for it. The business model is proven time and time again for the likes of Blizzard, Tencent, Activision, Epic Games. All the big companies all do this hook system where they hook you in, they provide you with something that interests you, and then they keep dangling that little carrot uh, and keep in, and falsely rewarding you on the premise that you might get something better, you might get something out of it in the long run, mm. and. and it's garbage. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's not going to change. I, mean, uh, I don't know how they haven't been investigated for fraud yet. I, mean, I honestly, it, if, you, if you look at training standards and you look at products and how they're supposed to meet a criteria when you sell a product and what they're supposed to do to meet a product's, you know, rules and regulations, they, they've gone through so many loopholes that whoever their legal team is knows how to get around everything. It's probably the same people that work for Amazon. <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's there's there's no reason why they should be getting away with what they're getting away with, but they are. Uh, and uh, until like something changes in legislation or red tape changes or something changes along the lines that actually forces some government somewhere to intervene with this system of abuse, because that's basically what it is. It's just abusing the consumer. Maybe if they get to a, a an actual billion, then maybe that maybe maybe someone will look at it and go, "Hang on a minute, there's something not quite right here." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. 
we won't get to a billion and they still might have not have a game out. <laughs> With what games developments reach one billion and they wear it as a pride our stamp, pride of joy. One billion game. <laughs> Nearly fifty percent there. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty oh, much all yeah. four of us then that don't think it's actually going to come out. <laughs> At least not no. in the next God knows how many years. Uh, I, I think we're more likely to land on the moon naked than we are to see um, Star Citizen <laughs> emerge as a playable game, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's more likely Blizzard will turn around to will turn into a good company before Star Citizen comes out. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's the likelihood of it turning of it, actually. Um, I'd love them to prove me wrong. Feel free, uh, Star Citizen, prove us wrong. Release the game that you promised us for the last 15 years or however long it's been. 10, 15 years. Yeah, it must be nearly. It's been a long time. It was... Was it mid-2000s? Yeah. 2006, yeah, tw- like that? 20, yeah, tw- about 18 years, about 18, 17 years in development. That makes Duke Nukem 3D almost positively quick. Yeah, that makes it. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh. They, they, when that comes out, there shouldn't be any bugs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's, that's that. That's what kills it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it comes There's out. No and it's filled point. with bugs. It's just like yeah. It would just. Well, they released. Um, they did this. Um, I don't know what you would call it. And it's almost like a, a season, not, not a season pass, but basically it's like some kind of a, an event, which was a, and it was like a bounty hunting or it was a, a, it was a kind of a first person shootery type event. And all of the, um, all of the NPCs just stood there that you were supposed to be fighting. They were just like, they were hardly like shooting back. You could literally stand in front of them and they would only shoot back if you basically shot them in the head. <laughs> it was completely balked. Completely balked. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, on that oh. bombshell. On that bombshell. Yeah. I think, yeah. I um, think we should just nuke Star Citizen into orbit. Yeah. <laughs> Someone that... stick it in the cannon and fire it fire into, into the sun. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> Blow it to smithereens. Just, just drop it now. You could put your use to something better, you know, just move on to something and that will come out rather than keep trying to pretend it's not going to, it's going to come out when we know it isn't. It's probably, um, it's probably a greater chance. Well, yeah, you've already said some of the best. But <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Half-Life 3 might come out before that. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. there's, there's so many things you can there's put so in. Many, there's so many out. things that could come it's before it. It's a walking meme at this point. It is, yeah. Speaking of Half-Life 3, um, if you are a VR fan and you love Half-Life, you've got to check out Half-Life 2 VR mod, which is currently an open beta beta on Steam for free. Openly beaten. Openly beaten on Steam for free (laughs) uh, by the awesome Source VR mod team. Um, I've not played it, but I have uh, had a look at it, and it looks absolutely awesome. Nice. Wish I had a VR. Headset. I wish, yeah, yeah, I, I do actually. I mean, because I, I would love to jump into Phasma in VR, but I don't have a VR set. I don't have the room to do it. Phasma in VR, you can say. <laughs> yes, probably. Yeah, I would do Phasma in VR. I, I, I would. I would. 
Hey, if you haven't seen the 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 recent one that we did, me and Beth played it the other day, and oh my god, I think Fridia died. Then, <laughs> as always, <laughs> as, as, uh, but the, the the actual the actual the actual ghost just spawned in front of us, like where at his spawn point, and we didn't know that was where his spawn point was because we couldn't find the room. We just spent hours. We might, I think we had 14 hunts in total. Something that sounded ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. We just kept trying to, we couldn't escape the room. We just couldn't escape the area. But he's the same one that I, I joined chat and scared the hell out of you. Yeah. <laughs> My, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I want, I would love to be able to do the VR version of that. There's a few games I'd like to be able to try VR, actually. I mean, I, I'm kind of like, I do lean towards those ghost hunting games quite a lot, and that's not gone unnoticed. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely that one. That one, and maybe forewarned as well. I would probably die quite physically, mm. like physically in the real world as well as like in game. Uh, you know, just from shock alone. But um, yeah, no, never, never had and. Hopefully soon might get VR, but um, yeah, never had the experience. I, I would have to change a lot of, set of my setup though. That's the other thing because I am um, like to walk, like not to walk around, but I think to I, I would feel I need to stand rather than like I know it can be played seated. There's a, there are some games that you just need you can be seated. Me personally, standing is better. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to say. Me personally, I would feel like I would need to stand. You can put more holes in your wall that way. I mean, I've <laughs> I've watched streamers. I've watched streamers and heard the result, and then seen the result later on when they've posted it on Twitter or something, where they've punched the table in front of them or punched the benches, and then they've shown or the TV. Show, yeah, the TVs and and like you, the, yeah, and you you look at that. You look at what they've done to the hand because I, I see a streamer. And they um they 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 yelled. There was no camera on them, so they didn't have actually. They weren't in camera, but they they yelled. You could hear the scream. Um, they they sort of calmed down. Then they said, oh, "I'm just going to post the picture of what I've done in Twitter." So we go straight to their Twitter uh, um, Twitter page, and I look at it, and there's like hands covered in claret. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> what the what the hell have you? Yeah, you got to make sure you set your guardian system with a good amount of space between where you think the end is and where your actual physical yeah. objects are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you are thinking of getting one, I would wait until uh, probably early next year. There's, there should be a lot of VR headsets coming out in the next year. Yeah. This, so it's it's a slow it's thing, but it's, it's coming out. They are coming. They're getting a lot more now. I noticed that I go on straight away, I go on to Steam, and it was like, oh, it's VR only. Oh, really? That looks quite good. It looks really good. You know, whatever, it, whatever the game is. But it's like, you know, there's been a couple of times where I've looked at a game and I've gone, this looks really good, and oh, it's VR only. Damn it! <laughs> I want to play that, and I can't. Yeah, well, I'm I'm in a kind of half similar situation in that I've got a headset but no room anymore. Yeah. So like, oh crap! <laughs> I literally have like not enough space anywhere. I don't think to maybe I could throw a few things into a corner in the lounge and have like a three foot by three foot square. But that'd be a bad yeah, hit. yeah. <laughs> I've got to try and make make do. Yeah, I don't know how I'd do it. <laughs> it's just, I've got so much crap in one room. It's like, oh, I don't. I, I don't need a bed. I don't sleep anyway. 
as we've as we've proven at the start, just prior to the start of the um, um streaming. <laughs> I think all That's of true. us. Yeah, get rid of the bed. We don't. We none of us need a bed. So, no. uh, yeah, but beds beds are um overrated anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, we need sleep. Exactly. Sleep sleep's overrated. Just sleep on the floor afterwards. Just like yeah, sleep you speak of. Sleep, no sleep on the floor. Sleep on the floor. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, you, I, I'll knock myself unconscious, so I, I will just end up falling, <laughs> like sleeping where I lay, like ah, falling down. There we go. I've, I've mastered the habit of sleeping with my eyes open. God, <laughs> 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 oh, I think we, we should move, move. We can move on from this now, can't we? Yeah. So That's speaking of time. stuff that puts you to sleep is um. The Epic Store just got afflicted with its first NFT game. Oh, who's yes. Excited? Who's excited yeah. for NFTs? Yeah. Raise your hands so I can chop them off. <laughs> 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 no, I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. You'd get a crisp high five um, and then I'd slate you for liking NFTs. Um, it, honestly, like the whole concept of an NFT is mind-blowing. And I can understand why people freak out about NFT. Not because... Um, it's a gigantic waste of money, but it's, it's a huge security problem. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it makes me laugh how these companies go, oh, NFTs, we want a piece of that NFT pie before it all blows up. They all say the same thing. We want to get our fingers in the NFT pie before it becomes worldwide phenomena. It's not a world, it is a worldwide phenomena, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, it's just, a, it's notoriously f- trash that's what nft stands for <laughs> it's just garbage it's it's like they they see a good thing and they're like that's what assets can we sell and make money on and then make sure that nobody has access to it other than one particular person but all of that access to happen a load of root nonsense has to happen and it's i'm not going to get into technical details but nfts are a bad idea this is they're, they're notoriously badly coded and i don't understand why people want them. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's just like, it's that, it's that whole thing is, like, I don't know if you saw what I just did there, but I just bought an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, that's the way, that's what it boils down to for me. It's like bragging rights. Yeah. And, but you know, you, you, you brag that you do a big crap in the toilet. You don't go parading that around to everybody. Do you? you know, that's, that's, that's what I an NFT not, does. No. <laughs> that's basically what an NFT is. Yeah. Um, it's a piece of piece of shit. That you're going to parade around everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no one, one, I know I'm not, I'm, I'm probably being harsh on the guys that like NFTs. And, you know, if you're into the crypto market and you know, you, you that's your thing, then go for it. You know, I, I'm the sister. It's just my opinion. Um, but I don't, I don't agree with NFTs being an actual game based around NFTs. Um, no, it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, this game we're talking about, it's called Blanco's Block Party. So it's obviously a summer blockbuster, summer blockbuster we've got on our hands here. Uh, block Party. Um, so it's some sort of party game. Uh, Epic Store saw the launch of its first NFT game today, Blanco's Block Party, a sort of Roblox. Oh, f- that's it. I'm not reading anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've Sorry, because next week they'll have shut down. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Our game that I launched, did like launch last week, has now been closed forever because uh, it's a Roblox clone. And uh, Roblox has have a handful of good games on it, but for the most part, are clones of clones and clones of other clones of clones of clones that other people have cloned that have cloned them. Uh, so this game is now cloned Robox and is now trying to sell you NFTs based on clones of clones. Wonderful. Who thought this up? Activision 
Um, it's, it's just, <laughs> I don't get it. I say, I'm all for having a party game. There's not enough PC party games, not at all. Not there's not there should be so many more Mario Party copycats on the PC. Uh, but NFT, no, I think I'm just gonna uh, just swiftly move on uh, from that. Even even Ubisoft have recently just uh, distanced themselves from NFT and Ubisoft. Are <laughs> they're, they're just as bad as Activision. So for them to go, we're not touching that. is <laughs> a it's it's is a massive statement about how uh, wrong uh, purchasing NFTs is. And uh, there was a and this is not quite related to the to the gaming industry, but there was a guy called Seth Green who had his account hacked, so had all of his had all of his NFTs stolen for his show that uh, the hacker stole, and because he they couldn't get it back because he encrypted it and changed all the data and what have you. Uh, he he sold them back to Seth Green for half a million dollars. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, yeah, in order for Seth Green to get his show back, he had to buy them off the hacker. <laughs> oh, uh, that that just shows you the, the 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 problem with NFT right there. Yeah. Um, and it's just no, 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 no thank you. No, 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 no. no, no. Keep you keep your nefariously f- trash away from me, please. <laughs> NFT. Bye bye. <laughs> is that is um, that everything we got on that? Uh, that's pretty much all of that's it. That's pretty much everything that we're going to do for now. Oh, we uh, we can mention one little one more thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Are we excited for Netflix owning a video game company or making their own video game company? Uh, Who's excited for the next Netflix exclusive mobile game? <laughs> right. That's basically what it's going to be. Mobile, <laughs> Have you yeah. seen the Netflix? If you seen the Netflix game library, oh, I've if you go yeah, into yeah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. go into yeah. the Netflix app on your phone because you can't yeah. do it on your PC, you go into the app and you go scroll down to where it says mobile games, and then conveniently scroll past because there's nothing on there worth even looking at. Um, you can play games like Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that's I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it on. There. And that's uh, and, and that's probably and, uh, the only Dawn, thing. Uh, that people will play. Lawn of the Dead or some some zombie shooter called uh, some sort of like generic crap that you can yeah. find anywhere else, uh, but they've just rebranded it or renamed it something. And then there's another there's a couple of games on there that are old as hills. That's a there's a there's a Souls like game on there it's called for a two D old Souls like I can't remember what it's like called. But there's like, it's like one or two reasonably like, goodish games on there, and the rest are just complete garbage. Um, so. Am I excited about Netflix making that? I I don't know. I mean, they're 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 wading their weights of all their monies they have into gaming, and you know, is it going to be a you know, Google Stadia situation where they're going to invest Probably. in this, and then a year later they'll be like, oh, we shut down our gaming division because no one's playing it. Well, I'm not surprised no one's playing it when you've got Asphalt Four as one of your lead titles on the on the App Store. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know it's. I don't see how they're going to progress. Um, again, it's in the early stages. I just founded it. Uh, it's, a, it's a new studio uh, based in Helsinki, Finland. Um, is uh, it doesn't really give a name. Um, is this them he was, trying to cash in on the back of um, Amazon's game? Th- this is them trying to compete with Amazon compete. games. Yeah, uh, they're trying to compete because obviously the game games market is worth. It's one of the, the games market it's, is it's one of the biggest industry. markets on the planet. Yeah. It is literally one of the things that makes the most money. The entertainment industry is led by the gaming industry, yeah. and which is why it has such a sphere of influence in the entertainment sector. And basically, they want their fingers in all the pies, um, which is basically it comes down to what Netflix are trying to do. 
Um, I don't know. It's too early. It's too early to say. But if it's anything, if it's anything like their mobile market, then it's going to be a laugh all the way. So they cancel within a year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know, I I I want to give them a chance because you know I don't think it can't be any worse than Stadia. I mean, you can't get any worse than failing massively, can you? So um, you know, let's see what uh, let's see what the future brings for Netflix gaming, and hopefully we'll get something decent out of it. If not, then it'll be a laugh. That's uh, that's that's, yeah, that's the, the double edged side of it. It'll be a good laugh. To take the piss out of them when they're face first in the ground, and everyone's pointing at them, going, "Told you so." Um, but yeah, they, they, they will probably be good. I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll we'll time will tell whether uh, they they weather the gaming market or get buried by it. I should quote that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have that on a t-shirt somewhere. Um, <laughs> There is one more thing we could talk about before we wrap up, Steve. Um, yeah. Overwatch 2 comes out this month. Yes. Um, I, I don't know if you've mentioned the game, some games coming out uh, this month. Um, I don't know if you did it earlier. Well, I was not. I was AFK, uh, no, but... I don't think we did. We didn't mean, right, mention okay. much. So Overwatch out. 2 comes out, and um, um, as we all know, back to our lovely friends at Blizzard. Blizzard. Um, yeah. uh, so the reason I mentioned this... Um, is because if you have Overwatch 1 and you have the unlocked all of the old heroes, um, you're going to have to do it all again in Overwatch 2. If you want to play all the old heroes, you've got to unlock them, as well as the new ones, as well as paying for the battle pass that they're all locked behind. So have fun grinding your ass for that game. Oh. Moving on. Um, <laughs> oh, it's, it's absolute garbage. Know, we did sort of briefly, me. We, we did briefly cover this anyway, didn't we? Um, not so long ago. Where are we yeah. saying that Blizzard just like really are trying to scrape as much money as they can out of people and say, look, if you want your hero, you're going to have to pay for it behind paid walls and pay for the nose because, because it's a free to play game, free to play. And it means that they've got to try and make money somewhere. And this is how they're going to do it. This is absolute. This this game's, this game's dead in arrival. You've, you've got to grind to level 55 to unlock one playable hero that isn't on the rotation. And you've got to grind to unlock all the old heroes that you're familiar with. What the f***? Who the f*** decided that? I'm sorry, but that is that is grinding my gears something chronic, that is. Um, what an insult to all the, all the Overwatch fans yeah, and all the people that have supported yeah. that game and all the, all the Overwatch influencers and all the Overwatch mm. streamers and everyone that's you know, still behind Blizzard despite mm. you know all the wrong reasons. They shouldn't be, but they are because, you know, people are loyal and you can't fault people for being loyal. And it's a, it's a trait that not many people have these days. Um, and th- these these companies uh, just don't value them, do you? They just don't value at all. It comes down to not putting the consumer first. Again, we've already discussed in detail tonight, um, but I, I don't understand this business model. I don't understand why you would alienate and isolate your fan base like that. And give them the big bird you know it's, it's just it's to me that's a massive insult they should at least be able to have your because it isn't a brand new game that's, that's not sugarcoat over overwatch 2 it's not a brand new game it's an upscale it's an upscale like, of, it's, of it's a previous upscale released. It, previous yeah. release game is upscale especially overwatch 1.5 right it's more or less a patch so yeah. you could get away with it as an update it's not even the, the maps the old maps are still there they've added a couple of new maps they've added maybe one or two new mechanics to certain characters but for the most part, the characters are there from the first game, all of them, and plus the new ones. So why can't you, if you, you've already owned Overwatch and you've already had 
all of the characters and all that progression that you've unlocked in that game. And you should at the very least have those characters unlocked available to you in Overwatch 2 as a big thank you for supporting the game. No, 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 no. You're expected to grind up the rest of them to level 55 to get one hero and then grind grind for the rest of it. And Screw you and and give us money. And what they will do is, and I'm pretty sure that they will do this, is that they will just shut down every server that's on the Overwatch one, so that no yeah. everyone's forced to play on their on the um, Overwatch two servers, which means that you have to then own that game. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do it, and they're gonna do it because they they can, not because they you know because they choose to, which is um, bullshit. It is, and it, it and it's it, again. It, Overwatch was one of those. It was only earlier in its earliest um, incarnation of it. It was, I thought, in my mind, Blizz- like I said, I said when we were talking about Blizzard earlier, in, and I know I don't want to keep going over old ground, but <laughs> I, I can't help but sort of mentioning it again. Um, Blizzard had a place in my heart, and playing um, Overwatch was one of those games that I. I wanted to play that was different from what they've been developing. Like it's a first person um, yeah. um brawler that you arena brawler that you could jump into, jump in, jump out, and you could pick a main and everyone wanted to either wanted to be a hero, you know, um whatever hero that you wanted to be. And yeah, sure there was always a bit of salt there, but what game what what FPS doesn't have salt or toxic, you know, community? You know, unfortunately, that sort of ruined it for me. But that, you know, it's going to happen. And I love playing it. I love, I love. I enjoy playing it with friends and stuff. We're always playing it, um, day in, day out, almost. Like whenever I had a chance, when I had a chance to do it. But I, it's just, I just find it bullshit now. I really can't. I, I just, um, my love Blizzard is is just dead, and it's and yeah. it's horrible to say it because I I actually like their games. I actually liked a lot of their stuff that they did, but I just don't like how they operate as a, as a company. And that's going, again, it's going over old ground, but so yeah, I don't want to go too deep onto that because I've already, I'm, otherwise I'm just repeating myself. Yeah, but we, we all have such an attachment to Blizzard because we grew up playing their games. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we're not really going over old ground, it's just the fact that we're just so deeply hurt by yeah. the actions and the fact that we've supported this company for years, spent thousands of pounds on stuff. You know, well, if I totaled up the amount of subscriptions I've paid Blizzard over twelve years, yeah, you know, I've had I, one time I had three subscriptions going to Blizzard. Not monthly. to make, not to make it a personal, <laughs> not to make it a personal thing. When I'm not no. trying, I'm not trying to scream out to sort of help and to say, oh, I need help. Uh, I, I, you know, at a time of like feeling really shit, um, Blizzard, you know, looking at um, WoW, for yeah. instance, was a place to go, and it was like yeah. that was my go-to place to it, exactly to yeah. escape same as Yeah, um, yeah. I was in the um, same boat. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so any, any time any time I felt like uh, going down that same road as I did before, I was like, well, I know now my my escapism came from playing well. Yeah. And now I feel like I can't do that because because of like trying to be loyal to um this podcast and say, look, we've we've all agreed and we've, you know, um we shouldn't we shouldn't support them because of how crappy they were towards their employees. <laughs> now, yeah, and it's just, yeah. What well whatever whatever franchise or whatever company has done that 
or I mean, well, there hasn't been really because no. I've enjoyed their games that they produced. Yeah, it it was a platform that helped us bridge our social gaps and helped us make yeah. friends and yeah. helped us you know, grow as a person and so many memories through raids, dungeons, meeting people, having a laugh. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, the days before we even thought about streaming or Twitch or whatever. It was it was how that's how I cope with my life as well back then uh, was was to escape to the world of Warcraft be my paladin and you know go, go and escape the world of stress and be in a world where you was valued and welcomed and you felt like you was among you know among friends and peers uh, you know unfortunately the world didn't last forever but uh, no but... I enjoyed it while it lasted and and that will always stay with me and I learned I grew as a person from all my experiences and in world of warcraft and i wouldn't be the guy i am today if i didn't go through the stuff i went through back then yeah. um you know so that, as you say it's it's for a lot of us they they hold a special memory uh and that's why we talk about it in length a lot because they the, we, we are ultimately betrayed by yeah. blizzard yeah. and you know it's not it's not acceptable you know it's like you've been dumped in a long distance relationship you know he's yeah. kicked to the balls and told to get over it you know yeah it's 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 difficult i mean we will i want blizzard to come back uh, not activision i want blizzard to come back uh and be the game game development team and the game and bring the games that we all loved and enjoyed but i think that's now that's, past. that's past that's a long yeah. gone that's and, a long distant yeah. memory and the world the world we live in now is all about the whales it's all about the work making money it's all about that hook and keeping the steady flow of income coming in instead of instead of putting uh the player consumer first yeah um and that speaking of consumers there's one little thing i want to add on before we because i think this is the last pit i want to talk about i think we're getting towards a just over two hour mark now so they're gonna this will be the last thing i talk about yeah um is a is uh how do you feel about owning sex robots oh um this has got nothing to do with it i just want to do another one my one's gathering my one's my one's a bit worn in the corner over there um (laughs) no uh no i'm joking uh that was a joke there is no sex robot so you're talking of case but tesla availed a bipedal robot um not so long ago um it wasn't a guy in a fake suit actually came out to the crowd waved turned around and walked back and was fully automated, fully auto-controlled, no manual input whatsoever um, other than switching it on and giving it an algorithm. Um, this is scary. Tesla is now obviously, you know, Elon Musk's uh, company. Um, one of these bots are now already available for pre-purchase for under $20,000. Um, <laughs> and th- their technology already exists. These, these robots are androids, if you like. Uh, will be the end of all of us. Mark my words. The androids will kill us all. Like, the, 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 you know, Detroit become human is going to be real. <laughs> we are, we are going to be taken out by the AI, no doubt in my mind. Um, one day, but these these guys have, you know, extrapolated on the foundation that the the, the Japanese developers have done, and across the world in robotics. I don't know, I don't know how familiar you guys are with keeping up with. Uh, robotic technology but i've i've watched a few videos and i've kept my sort of tabs on it over the years and um you know there is fully fully functional fully motorized customizable partners already in japan um that that have you know they have the the side robots that do the cleaning hoovering and then they have the interactivity which is all connected to the internet they have their virtual voices they have all the devices they connect to for 
sexual relations. You know, there's there's so much stuff that they've invented. This is the next step. This is this is the next step to have a fully automated companion in your house to do whatever you want. And imagine having the robot to do your cleaning, do your ironing, do, <laughs> yeah, do, to do all the things that you hate doing. And they never complain. They never have a headache. They never feel sick. They never tired. You just got to charge them. Right, and then they do all those things, and then you can add software modules. And this is where it's going to get to. This is where they're going to grab you. Buy this software kit. Buy these modules. Here's the, here's the adult relationship package. Here's this. Here's that. I guarantee you, that is what it's going to end up being like. Ten years from now, five years from now, we're going to have Android shops askew around the country, full of rich people buying these Android, and they're going to be the Androids are people too, and they're not slaves. <laughs> it's a f- in robot look i can see it now i can see active robots have rights you know i, I can see it already right well hey, i mean you know we, we we saw that if you've ever watched humans <laughs> it's just yeah i think unfortunately as you say these people have either either not watched or don't care about a lot of the uh grand granted sci-fi programs but let's face yeah. it it's gonna happen yeah you know there's only so much you can do before it's it's like it was like um, was it iRobot, wasn't it? Where there was yeah. yes, it was based on the three laws, but like they say, what happens when an AI decides that actually the best thing for your safety is that you no longer exist? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's scary. Like I, I don't know if you're familiar with it. Do you know who Nostradamus is? Yeah. Yep. There's 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 many many fabled old like future tellers that most of it has come true now uh, i don't know if it was him per se but there was somebody i think it's maybe baba yaga i don't know the name of this old lady it's blind uh, i can't remember her name she's she's like predicted loads of stuff and it's all come true like the most part she said that there would be androids uh in in human capacity by 2040 like in, in by 2040 stuff. yeah Right, so, okay. and then and the, and the rise of the AI would happen in 2068. 2068. I'm just trying to work yeah. out whether I'm still be alive at that point, and whether <laughs> I care I, at that I, point. I, I, <laughs> no, I won't be. What my kids will? <laughs> it's their problem. That's <laughs> um, Well, you, um, you you might be, but you you I might, might be, you might be in a Futurama type thing where you're it's your head <laughs> on top of a robot. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. How, yeah, that's how you would exactly. Think tank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but the the. Not that I'm trying to scaremonger or anything, but it's it's interesting because when they predict this stuff back then, they had no idea what the future was going to be like. How would they even like Nostradamus predicted conflict with the Ukraine and Russia, and they said there's going to be a full scale world war come the middle of next year, involving the East versus the West. Now, if you if you've been, I know this is not the podcast type thing, but I'm just saying that um, the the predictions are uncanny. Like this, this how they've predicted stuff that sort of either come true or it's been in the ballpark of what's been happening. How the hell would they know anything about that back in the seventeen hundreds? Time 1700s? travel. <laughs> He's just clicked his fingers. Time travel. He is Martin McFly. Tardis, Tardis has turned up. Yeah, and then I mean, out comes the Doctor. <laughs> there have been. It's like anything. I mean, there's a, a lot of the predictions have been like scary, scarily close. Yeah. Some have been well off the mark as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Like, the world was supposed to end at, like in the year 2000 or whatever it was at 2012. Yeah, 2012. Well, the, yeah, they even made a film that? on it. <laughs> that was the main. That was the main calendar, though, wasn't it? 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but even Nostradamus had, I think, had, uh, had predicted a like a massive world war or like a major world changing event at a particular time, um, which thankfully didn't come to pass. But yeah, some of them are like, as you say, it's like how the how the hell do they possibly know what would be possible at this point in time? Yeah, they've got one hell of an imagination. That's for certain. If yeah. that's all guesswork. <laughs> God, imagine imagine being like that though. That in that time, and you you know that non-human things will be smarter than you are. And yet, not you, one of them decided to write down a winning lottery number combination. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I want to predict. Can you, can you make me some money? <laughs> can you help us out? <laughs> What's the winning lottery numbers? Uh, no, but I can tell you when the world's going to end. Oh, great. Um, cheers. <laughs> need a better version of Mystic Meg. No, I, I, well, actually, what I really want to ask you is when Star Citizen coming out. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> yeah. No silence. Sorry, no. Not in your, sorry, not in your lifetime. Basically, morphs, <laughs> Star Citizen morphs into Skynet. <laughs> yeah. takes over takes over the Tesla robots at Elon uh, <laughs> uh, Musk's warehouse <laughs> mm-hmm. we're all we're all screwed by the, the screwing robots <laughs> oh. oh dear right, I think I've gone way off the deep end yeah, now I think I'm going to I think, so. I think on that somber mode, mode <laughs> <laughs> we should end with a maybe we should not Beth's joke of the week because she's she's not here well, I think she's. I think she's in a. She's she's here, but she's not here. in the vicinity. She's in the vicinity. Yes. Um. So should we go with a dad joke of the week then? From the uh, from the yeah. Fruity, the Mister Mister Fruity show. I will load up his dad joke generator. That's correct. That's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, we just want to. Right. Uh, so. Here we go. Are we ready? Here we go. Dad, 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 we need a sound for tumbleweeds. I yeah, know. We, we, we do. I've been trying we to do. get tumbleweeds. I, I'll probably get, I'll get some next time. I'll get some for next time. How many tumbleweeds? Oh, 50? 40? Yeah, tumbleweeds. <laughs> Randomise yeah, it. That's how we score. That's how we score. The, that's how we score the jokes of the week is by tumbleweed. Um, the more the tumbleweeds, yeah, the, the, the worst. The there you go. I'm going to play a tumbleweed sound effect. Oh, okay. It's good. I like it. <laughs> you probably only heard that on um, British Channel. Though. Never mind. Yeah, there you go. Um, that will be that will be included uh, next time. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, I'm gonna okay. get uh, the, the old groan, the old <laughs> oh. <laughs> eye rolling moment. <laughs> oh well, there we go. That's that's gonna be that. Then announces the end of the podcast. Then I think. Um, thank you very much for. The Freddy Show. Thank you very much, for Freddy, for being here today, uh, of course. Um, You're and welcome. Of course, thanks very much for uh, Bacon Sani, who, of course, is our fourth member of the team. And uh, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. as I've said at the start of the podcast, um, and then hopefully, I'll say the fourth one, obviously, Beth isn't here today, but hopefully we will have a foursome next week, next time on the Bits and Pieces podcast in episode 45. Um whoop. 
But uh, just before we end, let's do some socials then. Uh, the Foodie Show. Are you going to be streaming yeah. anytime over the next couple of days or so before next Saturday? Uh, yes, I'm going to be streaming. Uh, as it's uh, Spooktober, I'm going to be returning to Spooky Games uh, next week, um, starting with finishing a game that I abandoned uh, a little while ago. Um, and I I can't think of his bloody name now. <laughs> So, um, so long ago well, you forgot I'll, yeah exactly uh, oh, what's it called um, I'll say one second I will I will have the name of it because I I, I, I didn't, I've got it installed this is great publicity this is um, <laughs> Martha is dead Ma- Martha is dead that's it yeah yeah. for some reason the name just a brain farted and the yeah. name went um, so we'll be returning to Martha is dead next Tuesday um, to finish it uh, and then, as as spooky season, then it's going to once and then once that's finished, then it'll be moving on to Scorn. Yeah, uh, and that's coming out on the fourteenth. Yes. Uh, Ghostbusters, uh, uh, Ghostbusters, um, uh, spirits, spirits within, or spirits Spirit, site. Yeah, spirit the four player cop Ghostbuster yeah. game releases on Game Pass on the eighteenth of October. So I'll be playing that hopefully with you guys. Um, oh, yeah. uh, that's oh, yes. going to be uh, that's definitely going to be one. I'm going to be I'm going to try and get myself a Ghostbuster costume. Hey. So we're going to try and dress up as a Ghostbuster. Which I'm going to be a I'm ghost. Gonna... <laughs> if that, I'll just, yeah, I'll just get a sheet. Just get a white hole. sheet. <laughs> say boo at the front. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's going to say hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> go yes. go and check out the merch. Um, yes, but yeah, anyone, anyone really... watching now? Anyone watching now? <laughs> hyenas t-shirts are available so, on the merch store. Yep. Yeah, so we are. I'm going to be playing lots of horror games this month, um, as well as I'm sure Steve and Beth will uh, as well. And I'm sure Bacon will dip his toes into phasmophobia at some point in the future. Um, yes. But yeah, and we're going to be doing lots of stuff, though. Stick around and follow us all on our on our socials. As always, uh, look down below in the in the comment section. Yes, thank you. And yes, and... Um... Bacon, are you going to do any? Are you going to be joining us in any games? You're going to be streaming yourself. Um, um, I'm probably not going to be streaming just yet. Um, I'm away next week with work, um, but I do plan on getting back into streaming soon. Uh, now that I've finished doing the whole moving house block, uh, I just need to set everything back up. But yes, I will be joining you for games, and no doubt I will be uh, <laughs> doing some spooky games um, hey. under duress. <laughs> I mean, you've you've got you've got yeah, you've got to dip your toe in Phasmo now. You I I have bought I have bought Phasmo um, against my (laughs) parents. It'll be interesting. You're you're supporting a worthy cause. It's a game that keeps on giving and it does keep updating quite a lot. Actually, there there was there was a patch that came out today. I I quickly jumped into it today, and there was a patch that came out. There's still they're still working on it. It's it's kind of it's out of early access, but I they shouldn't have done that. I think they've done it too soon, to be honest. Um, in my opinion, um, it's a good it's a good bold move, and I like the fact that they've done it. And obviously, it's because it's their two year anniversary they did it. Um, yeah. But there's yeah, it still needs a little bit of tidying up here and there. But it's still the better of any of the ghost games that we play out there. That maybe forewarned um, could live side by side quite happily actually. In my opinion, um, I know that there's, I know that there are other games out there that people might have a better opinion on, but that's that's my opinion. Um, 
And I will definitely be playing now that um, the patch has dropped and that the actual update has come out that we mentioned. I will be playing some more of that. I will try and finish off um, Hell, um, um, the Hellsinger thing that I've been playing. Metal Hellsinger. I've been playing it um, in the last couple of Sundays actually, and uh, I'm get I'm sure I'm getting quite close to the uh, to the end. So I've hopefully been doing that on Sunday, uh, and then. I, if I can, I might squeeze in a, a, a stream during the week, but that's very rarely that I do that. I did it this week because the Phasma update came out, and uh, so if anyone was dropping by for that, I will be doing some more Phasma. We are in uh, spooky season, as Billy said as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah, there'll be more games. Scorn, obviously, is going to be one that I'm going to definitely try and jump onto. And yes, Ghostbusters, I will be trying to jump in on that when it's out uh at some point and we're um i'm sure we will be able to do uh as a foursome uh as well so yeah um the oh yeah it's on um, game pass as well so it's makes much, it all the sweeter uh yeah. sweet 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 smell of success on that one i'm i'm, I'm hoping um, it makes you feel good yeah um so yeah that's that's for me so i will be out uh, I will be on tomorrow again. Like I said, hopefully we'll try and finish off uh, um, Metal Helsinger. Um, yeah, and yeah, anything else that comes up my way, I'm still currently looking for other games that I can try and squeeze in as well. Like you know, horror games, obviously that's kind of my genre, that's kind of my go-to. But um, I'm not too unfamiliar with anything else outside of like shit. Man. <laughs> um but yeah i tried bowling yeah <laughs> temping bowling <laughs> so, oh that was that was fantastic that was actually quite good that was good fun yeah. actually take in case you're just wondering we were just talk, talking about um we were playing uh tekken tekken 7 tekken 7 yeah and um, 7, it yeah. has a bowling mode in it and yeah we uh, me and freddie was was just messing around playing the game. it as frustrating as it is to try and line up the shots it's still good fun at, at the same time yeah. and and that's always about. That's what gaming should always be about. If you're still yeah. having fun, even if you're losing, then it's then that's a good game. That's a sign of a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, and that's what we that's what we like to try and give people as well um, on the bits and pieces podcast, which has now sadly come to an end. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. If you are watching live at home, um, as always, we will return again next Saturday at nine ish. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's just like it's usually around nine o'clock. We try and aim yeah. for nine o'clock. Um, but you know, technical difficulties sometimes do arise, so that means we end up um starting a little bit later. But so yeah, thank you very much to my uh two co-hosts. That is, of course, the Freddy Show. Thank you all. And of Bye-bye. course the bacon Sani. And as always, you can Bye-bye. listen to the podcast over on iTunes, Spotify, uh now uh music and um, You've got um, Audible and um, any good or even bad podcasts, as long as you're listening to ours. And don't forget to leave a like, share, subscribe to uh, uh, all the podcasts as well, because that helps us, that helps elevate us um, amongst the ranks of the um, much bigger podcasts that are out there. So we want to try and surpass some of those if we can. And you can only do it with your with your help. So don't forget to download the episode and listen to it on the move, wherever you are at any time of the day. Thanks very much for listening. 
and we'll see you again next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.